I don't care if you've been waiting for Samus to play with your balls all night. If you up that like, welcome to Black and the Black Times I'm your host, Cthulhu's Party. to come to you live and direct from the Vista. Smoke me out, fam, with the dankest of dank. On my left, the oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. Wait, did you say Samus or Seamus? I thought it said Samus. Samus? Is it, is it, was that a Metroid reference? Or? Yes, yes, it was. Okay, because I, I know that, I guess S-E-A-M-U-S is Seamus. In Welsh or Irish? With a with a S H with a sh- yeah Seamus really yeah. holy fuck yeah right. yeah so uh, on uh, Blue's favorite app uh, TikTok there's a girl who's on there who teaches people how to pronounce Irish names shut the funny. fuck up it's God damn. funny so but yeah bitch huh? <laughs> all right um, a long intro <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a far right engineer on the two choke people out on threes and fours crowns. Insert ambiguous life situation quote here. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Last but not least, we got uh, your boy Drunk Blue. Hey, I got some mushrooms in my refrigerator. I'm about to go burn them motherfuckers to ashes. <laughs> well, you said you got lotion in your refrigerator? Mushrooms, bro. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms. Damn, how are you going to burn some lotion? Mushrooms. Uh, yeah, how are you going to burn lotion? It'd burn like napalm or some I, shit. I can't I can use it like fucking olive oil or some shit. No, no, I, I can burn through some oil or burn through some lotion real quick. Yeah. And my research only folder. You got to find the one with lanolin. <laughs> not that all of our bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all know what that's from, you're, you, you're from the culture. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that movie. I've seen that movie 50, 11 times. We back up in this motherfucker. We may have uh, Stitch come through a little bit later. Uh, we're going to start yeah. us off with statistical analysis. I do have the stats. Uh, listener of the week would be once again our boy Steve. Thank you very much. We appreciate it coming through. Nice. And first in the chat would be nobody. We're lonely, y'all. We're lonely. There we go. <laughs> are we live? Oh, yeah, we are. We are live. That's a little sticker. Yeah. So that's not Steve O, though. That's, that's a different Steve, right? No, it's not Steve O. I don't, I don't know how much. Uh, whippets that this particular Steve has done, but it's definitely not as much as Steve O because Steve O loves <laughs> fucking whippets. Shout out to Steve O for still being alive, though. You well, know, I mean, you thought that motherfucker would be dead like in the 2000s. Well, I mean, he turned, oh, yeah. his, life, turned his life around, you know. He uh, yeah, he, just, um, he stopped doing the drugs because <laughs> he was doing. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for you know drug use, but it gets to a point to where you, you do too many, and Steve O did too many, and he knew it, and he stopped. Yep. And now he's trying to yep. save his friend, uh, you know, Bam Margera from doing the same thing because he's like his life is circling the drain. He's been trying to save his life for years now, and yeah, so you can't save somebody who doesn't want to be saved. So yeah, I mean, he could have even died in some of those stunts too. Oh, for sure. oh yeah, for yeah. sure. So it's yeah. super ironic that you guys bring that up because Steve-O and Bam were in the Bay Area last weekend. Or yeah. Our boy, poor homie Quan, he went to go see them. Because Steve-O is back on his, um, like, years ago, he was doing a stand-up comedy circuit. And he's doing it again, but he kind of altered it. So now, on his circuit, he's showing stuff that was um, not suitable for MTV. So he shows it on his sketches. So he has, like, a mashup of stand-up and uh, his version of ridiculousness, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah, and and Bam is on that tour because he was trying to say Bam. Because, yeah, he almost so died he, last year. Yeah, he, so he has Bam that. on the tour to basically keep him out of trouble. Yeah. So, 
but yeah, he met both of them. So uh, Bam's there, and you know they're doing their thing for now. I'm not. I'm not saying I've ever been on tour with stand-up com- uh, comedians or anything, but being on tour seems like uh, it could be for most people even more risky. Well, Hotel oh, yeah. rooms and late nights. But he's, I think the main thing was that he's actually with somebody, with a friend, instead of just on his own yeah. and just, you know, circling yeah. the drain, having that, that vortex of the vortex of suck. Yeah, they, own, so. they both yeah. have their they both have their respective others or uh respective partners with them as well. But like in, Where are in they summer, getting that... No, they like I think Steve has a daughter. <laughs> they say or no say Bam has a daughter. Yeah, because they they're both dating somebody, some females. So, yeah. um, Steve, one of Steve's stunts involves his current wife slash girlfriend or girlfriend slash wife, whatever. One of them is like some stunt that he couldn't air on fucking TV. But one it's one of his stunts. Is, does he drown in the pussy and swim in the butt? Because mm. <laughs> that's that's. A um, it's it's sim- very similar. All right, and it's just <laughs> gross. I, I, I does he eat the poo poo? <laughs> Um, uh, kind of. <laughs> it's an old, old, old school reference. Yeah, I know. The stunt does involve like human um, evacuated mm. fluids. So, all right. Yeah. Is there a cup involved? <laughs> no, there's no, there's, there's no, 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 there's no scat involved. Okay. But, but no it's cups. still, it's still pretty fucking gross. If there's no cups, I don't care. <laughs> Trust me. That's one of our if first you find out. Yeah, if you find out what he does, it's fucking gross. So, I will. I know we're way off base, but it doesn't fucking matter. Um, there were just some awesome times when, like, the heyday of of you know Johnny Knoxville, and Jackass, man, where you'd watch some shit and be like, "How the fuck did they get away with airing this?" And then they had the movies. And then all the imitators on, you know, filming their own dumbass fucking pranks and shit. But when See, we were like in our twenties, basically, or teens, watching yeah. that shit, it seemed like these guys were were the greatest of all time, and they were awesome. Don't get me wrong, but like there was a way, there was a this sense of idolizing them for these awesome stunts, and they're still doing it twenty years later. They yeah. are, but I, the funniest thing to me is the fact that per every fucking episode and movie. They have the audacity to say that they are professional stuntmen. I'm like these motherfuckers are not stuntmen; they're a bunch of fucking dumbasses doing shit that they shouldn't be doing. You all would call them stuntmen. Get the fuck out of here. I will say though, you... go ahead, Blue. I say, I guess technically they are stuntmen. Nothing, nothing say you have to be like, oh no, I guess you just have to be experienced school. at taking pain. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, no. So I mean, to their credit, they are. They are, I guess, licensed stuntmen or whatnot. Whatnot. They're able to do because they have like a whole like crisis response team. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the one where Homeboy almost had his fucking finger, his thumb almost came off because a yep. shark bit him. So they had a whole crisis response team in the water within seconds of the shark getting in onto him. So and also other stunts as well. They have a medical team. They have like you know all kinds of experts and stuff, and they they're prepped and ready to go every time. So. This is a uh, fun fact, at least for me, my personal opinion. Jackass 3D is the greatest 3D movie of all fucking time that I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. Oh my I, God. I don't know why they, when they released it, it did it in like the red and blue bullshit, but it was in the theaters. <laughs> I watched it uh, with uh, the proper, like, you know, real 3D effects. It's fucking yep. amazing. I almost had a seizure within the first, like, five fucking minutes. Ah, <laughs> dang. Yeah. 
Dude, that's yeah. I'm I'm really not trying to see dildos fly at my face in 3D. That's just it's that's awesome. too much. It's awesome. <laughs> mm. We call hey, that Wednesday night. <laughs> jump, in, jump into some some VR porn. That will when I don't want to see dildos. Oh, here we go. But... VR porn is uh, yeah. Something else. There's something else. <laughs> I was, Dude, I, I'll but... never I'll never forget when Blue showed me what VR porn could could look like. Like he showed oh, me like man. the intro. It was like the, it was literally just a category picking, and I was just like spinning around like 360 for like a good 30, 60 seconds. Like, like what like the fuck? Where do I go? Yeah, I was like, I didn't know where to go, what to do. I was just spinning around. It was weird because I could see, but I kept spinning. So it was like this weird sensation. And there's it's funny, like where it's funny because like when females do the the VR, like not, like they wear the headset to be in the and watch VR porn through through the headset. They have a they get the different aspect of like being a guy, like see how things are as a guy, like they're a guy's point of view of like Wait, having man, a girl. A like, did she grow a no, dick or you grew a dick? What, what, what no, happened? no, no, because when you're it's in VR versa. porn, like it's vice versa, too, though. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yep, that's true, too. Yeah, I, I, I made a mistake and download one video. I was like, okay, cool, this, this, this hot chicks in this one. I downloaded it and started <laughs> Wait watching a it. I'm getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> some, dude, some dude walked into the room. I was like, uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, yeah, I never thought about that. Oh, yeah. 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 I did it with, uh, or I did it with, uh, I showed it to, um, what the Professor Dankenstein's oh, now wife. He probably, and her oh, and some other oh, friends got to experience some adult content with as being the, the male in the video doing it to a girl. Okay. It's literally that scene from um from Black was it was it Black Mirror where the guy where they go into VR <laughs> yeah, and the guy with yeah. the chick <laughs> and, and his best friend. Striking bikers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that uh one episode still fucks me up to this day. <laughs> it's like, not everybody, everybody. I, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I like video. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I like, still even, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, just think about the name of the of the episode. It's called Striking Tiger. You're thinking like it's Striking gonna be a fighting vibers. game, but yeah. our fight Striking Vipers. Like, it, nope, it was. I, I mean, guess it's still it. I mean, it was a fighting game. It was. Yeah, it was. I mean, until it wasn't. And he also beat up the pussy. So. Oh know. man, man. There is that. Um, there is that. What's kind of funny is that the first time that I actually hold on, sorry, for a second. It's like a problem with my levels every single time. I think it's a little better now. Hopefully. Um, oh, that's different for sure. Do I sound hopefully a little bit better? You sound louder. Do I sound louder? Yeah, but well, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Yeah, you sound louder on my end. You sound louder. Okay. I don't know about everybody else. Well, it's no, like it, li- it limits me on like the audio, but oh, whatever. I'll figure it out some other time. Um, the first time I saw VR porn was actually at SVVR when we when we met mm. Ella Darling, mm. and it was because she was the first like VR cam girl, and we just, we did like a podcast like at uh, at a bar in uh san jose and the first time like we met mm. she was like showing us like vr porn and i was like holy fucking shit i remember the vr porn she showed us was like crazy fucking extreme because it's like basically you could see this chick's like kidneys yeah basically i was like mm-hmm. Whoa, that's that's a lot i'm not really into that that much mm-hmm. you know i mean i like porn but when you that get into, detail? Like, <laughs> super fucking gaping i'm just like all right like you can fit like two fists in there i'm like that's all right. <laughs> could you fit the fifth of North Star? Yeah, we're like, we're like, like literally sitting at a bar, and I'm like watching this chick like show her kidneys, but nobody else can see but me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like. Uh, well, mean, very he had appetizers in front of us too. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I will say with with the fisting, like you you just it, it's one of those things where you're like, that's not gonna fit. You know that's not. You can't go that far. I mean, and then all of a there. sudden, it's to their goddamn shoulders, and I'm like, yeah. fucking shit. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are gonna do so. Uh, if you don't have the um, capabilities for VR porn. Like, you don't have the equipment because it's too expensive. So, uh, I'm pretty sure now it's like 40 bucks by now. But you can buy yourself Cyberpunk and play as a female character and uh, romance a male character. And you will see what Blue was talking about if you're a guy getting thrusted on by another character, by, by a guy. And it will definitely change your perspective for 100%. Because it changed mine. First, first person? Yeah, you're because the game is in first person, so you're having sex in first person. Unlike Mass Effect, when you're playing third person, you you watch, uh, you do voyeur mode while they have sex. Where you're playing Cyberpunk, you're getting thrusted on. Yeah, but I gotta <laughs> say, like, so I gotta still, I'm gonna keep saying it. I don't care if it sounds gay or not. I don't give a fuck. Cyberpunk dicks are too small. Yep, uh, <laughs> they, they are. They're, they're, they're too small. I mean, it was on soft. It's not like you're. <laughs> <laughs> right, you you can always play uh, Minecraft and play uh, play with uh, Genie. Oh <laughs> yeah. Old man just sent me sent me down a rabbit hole with that shit. That fucked my life up for three bro, weeks. you were stuck. You were stuck all weekend on that shit. Yeah, bro. Like, you're like, here, look what I found. Look what I found. Look at this. I'm like, dude, I, I'm over it. You're like, no, but look, there's more. So how did they do this? I'm like, I don't care, man. Just by Sunday night, he was just like, he was tapped out. I guess he emptied his tank all the Prodigy, way. Prodigy was up the next morning. One arm off, fucking swole. Eyes were all red. He was like, all pixelated pussy. is good pussy, bro. Hey, turn up bits. Oh, my God. Yeah, pretty much. I will so, say. In terms of gaming, though, like it in-game sex scenes, and it's like it's rare. I mean, yeah, obviously you, you have it in some of the old school, like in a comedic uh, manner in God of War, like the old PSP versions and PS3 versions. But um, the Witcher Three, yeah, <laughs> Wild Hunt, you have a fucking relationship with either Trish or um, Jennifer. I chose Jennifer. Man, I was so fucking happy for Gerald and Gerald and me, you know, just banging this badass fucking witch girl. Those were good scenes. Those I mean, were awesome. It starts the game like post-coital, mm-hmm. like, right in the very beginning. Like she's like butt-ass naked, and you're in a fucking bath. Yeah. Like y'all, you know, y'all you know what you just did? Yeah. <laughs> but both. Dude, of them. I remember the. I remember the kid. Uh, I, I remember playing like a an eight bit. I probably would have eight bit. Probably like four bit. But I, I remember playing a game of strip poker on a PC. Like it was like probably like the, one of the first adult oh, games. Laser suit Larry. I, was like, and like, I remember that. Oh well, like, no, no, it wasn't even loose, dude. It was it. It was like, like old school, like it, like Carmen like, San, like not Carmen Diego, but like um, not kind of like Carmen San Diego, basically. Like the graphics were that, like that, like first It was two D, and the girls were like super anime. So like well, yeah. you'd have to shift them down there, super tits and like crazy fucking twelve back bodies. Carmen owned lingerie under that trench coat. We all know it. I don't know what the, who the fuck she was trying to fool. It was that was legit. Carmen used to turn me the fuck on. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Got that bitch every time. That's a little too much for me to know. 
Wow, this podcast already started on a tangent. We already started. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we putting in this dankness. This yeah, I'm like putting out our notes, and I was like, this is what we can talk about. Well, at the beginning, some really dirty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dirty, dirty, uh, gaping uh, all the way nice. to the shoulders. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dirty gaming. <laughs> oh, we got a few people in the in the chat room. People have joined. Okay. Did right. they comment uh, on the dirty, yeah, dirty. Shout out to the cake band. Okay, the fella, they're up in the chat. All right, all our all our stupidity about about gaping. Um, old did you actually have any RIPs this week? We didn't even get to it. No, not this week. I do not. RIP right. people's decency at the beginning of this podcast. I'm just saying. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. I mean, oh well. Like, what the hell? I, all I gotta say is, you you know what it was when you when you click that like button. Yeah, at, the, at this point, you know at this point. We've we've been around for a while. Uh, we might we might have a couple of new listeners, but you yeah, know, hey. new, I mean, new people. Yeah. Welcome to the dankness. It's eighteen. Pl- it's eighteen plus. Mm-hmm. The only yeah. time it gets weird is when I when I talk about stuff like this, and then I remember that my my oldest daughter is, listens to the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. It's fucking weird. Is she, but she's not she's not in the chat right now. Is she? I mean, but I know she's gonna hear it. So yeah. Oh yeah. Or what's it's even weird, what's even weirder to me is like uh, your nephew. Will come up to me sometimes and be like, "Hey, y'all were talking about such and such," and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Hello, <laughs> you know, like, this is not. This is 18 plus. You know, come on, y'all. Yeah, you're like, "What would you this for?" Yeah, like, you're not supposed to know. He's, He's like, like well, "Where does one buy a fisting condom?" One game you're going to review. You know, it's like, "Where does one buy a fisting condom?" Well, you have yes. to go to uh, a well. supply store and you have to get oh, them. Oh my god. <laughs> Damn. First, you start he, with he a trash bag, and then you work your way out. He thought, he thought, uncle, uncle, uh, if I'm done in pussy, what do I do? <laughs> oh, damn. Young damn. Weezy has told us this. <laughs> he gave us the instructions. <laughs> wait, is that, that's where that's from? Yeah, I, didn't. Man, yeah, I, 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 I did not know. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Kratos, it's Weezy F. Baby. Oh, I'm sorry. Weezy F. Weezy F, baby. King baby. I feel like I'm so blind when it comes to like song lyrics because, <laughs> like last I think last week we talked about how like uh, I just learned the song uh, "Detachable P- Penis." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like, holy! I knew, I knew I knew of the words, but I did not know of the song, and it changed my life. I felt like I was the only person on the planet that did not know. I mean, I'm turning my coworkers onto it too. I was like, "Hey, have you guys heard the song?" I wouldn't say the only, only because it. I mean, obviously, if I think if you're around our age, you probably heard it. But they probably yep. forgot about it until you play it again. So let's, yeah, find a Tetra penis by uh, King Missile, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And it's one of like it's one of the most obscure fucking songs. It's fucking great. It's a yep. crazy ass song, yeah. but most people forget about it until it's you hear story. it. Again. Yeah, it is a great story. Yeah, they don't, they don't even play that in like oh here's the here's a a classic '90s track. They'll play some Nirvana or Metallica or whatever. Yeah. That was like a deep cut. You know what it I mean? Is. But it was at the time. Yeah, it was on the mm-hmm. fucking radio long for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah uh, there was that one and um, the Bloodhound Gang because they had like a bunch of crazy fucking the mammals. The, yeah, mammals had the Ballad of Chasing Lane. Those are two like wild ones. I'm like, who the hell is Chasing Lane? I never even heard of the chick. And then I saw her. I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, they literally are playing a song to this like like high profile porn star on like primetime fucking radio. Remember Lords of Acid? You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. They were awesome. You know what? <laughs> almost never heard, with the exception of uh, the Hood Rat Hood Rat Hoochie Mama, 
you didn't hear a whole lot of early two live crew on like anything but you oh, know yeah, no you had to get it on tape if you were black yeah you couldn't find that shit <laughs> yeah you, you don't tape, and, you, and it wasn't like the actual tape you had to get a, a tape that someone else recorded from someone else someone else recorded from no, that this, person this is how ghetto it was you had to find somebody with a tape that taped over the holes in the top yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they record on it yep that's the way it, so, and it was funny because they they even though two like crew was talked about on the radio they never played their fucking song Dude, until like decades later you know what really turned me on to two live crew the most um was hearing snoop and dre diss them on one of their songs <laughs> you know talking about uh, uncle luke mr buster where you're where at, you at? Gap stop your mouth yeah. my dick's fit. i was like who the fuck and then i was like oh luke yeah <laughs> uh, uncle luke trying to say his name was luke skywalker and so i'm like what the fuck yeah that shit was wild it's speaking of talking about song lyrics so like i i they were playing uh m&ms without me on the radio <laughs> and i usually i'm like paying attention to the song but i actually started to listen to the lyrics and like there's a line in here where he says no i'm not the first king of controversy i'm the worst thing since elvis presley and i was like okay that makes sense but then like i listened to what he says after that he says to do black music so selfishly and use it to get myself wealthy. And I was like, God damn, Eminem fucking was speaking fucking facts about things. Cause mm-hmm. like, yeah, Elvis Presley like used black music to become rich and famous. Yep. And that's, mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. I'll tell you something about Eminem that a lot of young folks in their twenties and thirties just don't appreciate. Everybody in the entire music industry was scared of this man. Like, deathly afraid they wanted to talk shit and did not because he would destroy them i don't care if you were a rapper a b star a pop music what didn't matter who the fuck you were they were jackson (laughs) he went for everybody from 1998 to uh, 2016 whatever even to this day you don't talk shit about that man on any type of record and live to see another day clarence Captain America, he learned. The black Captain America, he learned. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, even even uh, Machine Gun Kelly fucking learned because he had that whole rap diss against Eminem because of like what he said about Bruh. his daughter. And dude don't even rap anymore. He's no, he like changed, a rock and roll or some shit now. He slapped him into a whole different genre. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He slapped him into rock and roll. Literally, after that came out, he's on stage with Megan Fox and fucking uh, and other movies fucking, and shit. Yeah, <laughs> wearing pink dresses and shit. He slapped the shit out of him. And I've seen, especially younger guys, that would talk about, oh, well, Eminem ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. But you couldn't say that in 02. You couldn't say that in 99. You couldn't say that in 0405. Like, he had a chokehold on the music industry like you wouldn't fucking believe. And everybody was fucking scared. Mm-hmm. And all these, all your favorite rappers still won't say shit about him. They so, still don't. They, they already know. Uh, I've seen now... Uh, Rappers backing up, pretty much what probably just said, because they knew when he hit, when he hit the airwaves, when they heard his like his battle, because he's a he's a battle rapper. He started as a battle rapper. Yep. So when people heard him, and when they saw his like his uh his competition, they were like, oh shit, like what am I gonna do? So they kept their mouth shut because they knew they did. He would just have this whole montage of him just come after him, and they knew that he was good when he came out. They they wouldn't didn't want to accept it, but they wanted to like either keep quiet or run their mouth. And with those that ran their mouth, they ended up finding out real hard, real quick, 
that he was coming for you. Yep. And he and that he had skill because he does. He's really good. He's really talented. Right, and the thing was, so no, 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 no. Who? Who? Sorry, say again. Eminem. Eminem. Yeah. See, I was actually thinking about like I don't know where are you guys going with Eminem. Sorry, I just. Step away for well, a second. I was going to say, uh, even though uh, Blue pointed out the lyrics about uh, Eminem making money, basically making money to do black music, and he's not the first one to do it, he had a black producer in his corner. Well, one of the most prolific producers in hip-hop in history. Well, yeah, and I think, actually, it's funny, I was thinking about this actually earlier today about white rappers previously in um, in America and how it was it was almost unfair when you had a white rapper because for like a lot of them because a lot of them were like not really good rappers at all but just because they were white they would have a wider audience so like if yep. you take yeah. a listen to any like like take a vanilla ice for example the, the guy's lyrics lyrically he was, was not good at all but you know his, that song ice ice baby fucking blew the fuck up he became almost bigger than mc hammer at the time Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was but, way better, way better rappers and way better performers at the time. But just because the guy was white, he he gained a, uh, a wider audience, and it was it was really unfair. And I think it was really um, Eminem that broke the mold of somebody that actually had lyrical skills, um, and he gained the respect of you know the African American audience as a whole, I, mostly it, as a whole. But there were there were plenty of rappers that were white that were better than Vanilla Ice at the time, uh, like Third Base. Third base were three white guys. They had extreme East Coast New York style fucking rap. They they were with they were with the guys like KRS One. They were with uh, Boogie Down Productions. They were with some of the other guys. Some of the Wu Tang. They, they were hanging out with them. So I sort of agree with you, but the thing was is that with like Vanilla Ice and some of these other like white rappers, they they really ripped off of other black rapper styles. Like I mean, Vanilla Ice ripped off of fucking MC Hammer, like mm-hmm. pretty pretty accurately. Mm-hmm. So. I think even down to like it's fucking clothes. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I think whenever we talk about ra- white rappers uh, that did get some props, uh, rightly so, and just uh, from a justifiable standpoint, you got to mention Beastie Boys too. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. You know, like the they, yeah, they bridged a lot of gaps. Uh, they, you know, they were truly '80s rappers that had a lot of hits still even into the '90s, and they just brought it. They they got a lot of respect. I still fuck with them. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, for but, sure. Uh, MCA, MCA is MC8. One, MCA of them, was a black guy. one of them passed away. One of them passed away from uh, yeah, from yeah. yeah. Who, um, but uh, who else? I'm trying. Oh, um, even House of Pain. Yeah, that's House of Pain. I mean, even though they were kind of like a one-hit wonder, they came out and they hit hard, and they didn't shy away from their. their they were, uh, but Everlast came like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He came, yeah, but he was the he was the lead the lead rapper. Where's the rest of the guys? Yeah. You know? yeah. So. But, you know, it was a different time in terms of, like, rap. Um, it didn't have a whole lot of production uh, value or even a whole lot of marketing. You know what I mean? Behind it. It's not quite like today. And a lot of that stuff, like, you would have Yo! MTV Raps playing the videos, but nothing else. You know what I mean? Like, that was, that was yeah. pretty it. If you want to watch, like, something that's a really cool, like, fuck you to MTV, is if you watch, there's a really old um, interview with David, I think it's David Bowie. Yep. Where he on air critic on an MTV interview, he criticizes MTV of like not putting on um, rap artists like black rap artists during normal oh, normal business I, normal business I, hours. That's a good yeah interview. yeah. He, and he does it with straight ass face yeah straight ass face because they didn't 
And then they, yeah. they try to give some bullshit excuse of, oh, well, you know, we have to, you know, keep in mind of like our our viewers in like the Midwest. And it's like, and like, they're, <laughs> yep. they're not ready to see like black people like on TV. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Meanwhile, the biggest superstar in all of music worldwide was from the Midwest and Gary, Indiana, a guy named MJ. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was just wild. I just love the fact that uh, David Bowie was unapologetic with everything he did. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that he that he passed away because he was he was a he was a tour de force, as they say, in the arch world. He was he did not give a fuck when he did genres, including the hip hop R and B like genre. He went in full force. He wanted to ingratiate himself when he did pop. He went full force when he did jazz. He did it all. So yep. it's pretty awesome. And, 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 you know, shout out to him uh, being in uh, a marriage with Iman, the black supermodel for years and years, right? Yeah, they have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, he obviously I'm sure he took some heat even for that, you know? Oh, yeah, he probably, he didn't, you know, he didn't give a fuck, though. He did not. And Iman is fine as fuck. I'm sorry. Was he Iman in, was him, was Iman in Michael Jackson's uh, Remember the Time, or was that yes, somebody else? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, David Bowie did not give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck about your feelings. He's going to do what he's going to do. And you ain't stopping him. That's what it was awesome yeah. about. You know, uh, it was great to see him where he was the Goblin King, too, of course. Right? Oh, fuck oh, yeah. 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 Labyrinth. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's what if you've seen, I hate the movie. Favorite Actually, Muppet movie. I hate this movie, but I know everybody loves it. It's fucking Zoolander. I hate fucking Zoolander. But <laughs> oh, he's oh yeah, the, he did that too. He's the, he's, the, he's the ultimate judge in that. Like, yeah. he does, just like one line, and everyone goes fucking crazy. It's fucking awesome. Is he, isn't he also in something else? Like, is he in Austin Powers? Maybe. He's in a but if you've ever seen um the prestige, he's in that. He plays Nikolai Tesla in that movie. Hmm. Pretty awesome. I keep every time I think of David Bowie, I somehow get him confused with Sting and Dune. Like, <laughs> they don't look anything fucking alike. I mean they're both white guys, but you know, they don't look anything alike. Yeah, fucking... One crazy fact about David Bowie is uh the thing with his eye, like one of his pupil was permanently dilated. Um, open, dilated, yeah. And I think I think it was like a firework or something went off in, in his eye or something like that. That's the why that happened. It happened when he was a kid. I it's, believe that's the story. It's a cool look. Yeah, it is. It's totally different. Yeah. Pretty sure I mean he probably had some vision problems, but I know he wore glasses glasses. But he was a he was a true artiste. And uh, yeah. I loved his work. I, I listened to a lot of his work. He was fucking. He was pretty awesome what he did, and I love some of his acting work. He's actually pretty cool in that shit. So. Yeah, he was. He was definitely one of those guys that I got into way later in life. I wish I did younger while he was still alive and you know doing some of his things. But yeah, all all kind of respect for him. Um, should we get into? Do y'all want to start with some gaming bullshit? Cause no, wait, first, wait. I, no. I want to know. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Blue. Well, first, uh, it's it's Black History Month. I wanted to see if you guys had any um any cool Black History Month things to throw in here. Well, I was for just, our listeners. T- today. I was listening to a podcast about Megar Evers. So, I mean, that was oh, one of the you know lesser known uh, Black History, or <clears throat> you know, kind of uh, how do I put it? I want to say black celebrity, but like civil rights uh, movement kind of era ish, yeah. you know. I think they just, I think he's noted as a civil rights activist. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know about celebrity. Yeah, that's all I was trying to like. How do I put this? But yeah, yeah. Civil rights <laughs> activist. That's correct. 
So, okay. yeah, oh. I, was, I, I haven't. I listened to the whole thing, but there's like there's, there's going to be a part two and, and and more than that. But it's just like it's interesting, like how many different stories that there are out there about you know um, kind of hidden, at least to me and, and probably most people, of these really prominent uh, activists uh, from the civil rights era um, that you just most people never even hear about, you know. And I'm listening to. Uh, Oh, here we go. Hold on. Oh, shit. Now we've got the whole squad. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Hold on. Look at, at this background. dude. All of a sudden, he's got a new background. Uh, he's that? got fucking Unicron. Not a Unicron. God damn it. I used to have uh, a fucking oh, guy. Omega Supreme. Omega Supreme. There we go. He's got the train tracks and shit. He's got Kobe <laughs> in the background. My God, dang. <laughs> what up, what up? Hey. Dang. Welcome back. It's been a minute. Got Stitch back up in the building. Holy shit, we are united like Voltron in this bitch. Right. Mm-hmm. Power Rangers. Well, Stitch, has a, Stitch has a background like you see people that are on the news that like to show up. <laughs> <in the background>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does. Like, like it, it's like America or some shit. Public relation. <laughs> what books you reading, bro? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they just for show. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so let people come over. <laughs> uh, you got to kill a mockingbird back there. There you go. Got uh, to uh, on Providence. Nah. <laughs> now nah, just a bunch of like uh actually a bunch of cooking books i got aisha curry's cookbook uh a bunch of uh barbecuing ones uh 48 laws of power the roots of evil and a couple dog books nice oh, okay uh, how you we been talk- man oh i or- doing good doing good just uh on a new schedule so i, I my wednesdays are free more often uh just comes down to if i can get the kid to settle down and get into uh pajama mode and everything so frank a lot he is chloroform i mean <laughs> oh man something like that a lot, a lot of night quill <laughs> we were we were chit-chatting about uh just some uh, black history stuff uh in terms of anything that we've learned so far what were we, what are we eight nine days in eight uh, days in right yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know stuff that'll you know get you arrested or lynched in Florida or something. Uh-huh. People well, actually have uh, people forget like, how oh. racist Florida like was and still is because like most yeah. people don't they don't consider Florida like the South, but it's the fucking South. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for for those who aren't aware, Coronas is absolutely right. There's no difference whatsoever between Alabama. Georgia, Mississippi, and all of northern to mid central Florida. Obviously, Disney World excluded, but you know, you go further south and you get into the Caribbean aspect of things. But yeah, northern Florida is a whole lot like that. Yeah, go go look at Rosewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Actually, do yourself a broader search and just look up former slave states. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I have a little. I have a little Black History. A little fun fact. So you guys know the term uh, uh, laugh, uh, barrel of laugh, right? Oh, yeah. Have you guys heard that term? Oh, here we go. I know where this is going. Oh, <clears throat> the origin story of this is just fucking crazy. I learned this like a couple of days ago. So it comes from the from the phrase laughing barrel. And basically what it was is that uh, back in the day, slaves couldn't show their emotions. And so whenever they needed to like laugh or anything, they would go running off to an area where they're, where they're out without an earshot of the masters and they will put their head into a barrel and start laughing into the barrel. And that's where the word comes from. And I think that's fucking crazy, but it also kind of explains why 
<laughs> you guys probably all have seen this, where if a black person hears something really funny, they will start laughing and like run away. Like they will yeah. run away from the entire group and then come back. I'm we, pretty sure I think that. I, and I, I wonder if that's like embedded in us to do that. Cause I've done that before. We, we've done Especially that on the... <laughs> Yeah, for real, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's the origin of that word. Laughing barrel or barrel of laugh. There we go. Uh, Stitch, since we got you, um, I wanted to ask you a little bit in terms of uh, just let me digress just a, a tad bit. Uh, there was some big, big ass sports Laker news, and oh god, you know now, now Bron <laughs> way up there and passing Kareem. Are, are you happy? Are you sad? Are you, are you mad that? I'll, not a- <laughs> I'll be happy when LeBron's gone. I, Ooh, that's who, damn. I, I've it. said it. I've said it for the longest time. I don't want Bron there. It's 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 ridiculous. It's you can take it first and leave. <laughs> It, it, it's now it's just like he, all he cares about are these dumbass records. They they lost last night. I, I thought it was funny watching Anthony Davis reaction. He didn't care and everything. He's like, we we losing and you stopping the game and all this stuff. We were below five hundred team and everything. And it, it LeBron just gets all these passes. He created this Lakers team again. Uh, and then now he's just like, oh, I need help. I need trade this. Uh, Westbrook, you blah, blah, blah. Come here, Westbrook. Now Westbrook got traded today. All kind of stuff. So I'll be happy when LeBron is gone. Uh, he does not embed it, in, like have any of the uh, the Mamba mentality in him at all. It's the complete opposite. It's embarrassing. It's shameful. I can't wait for him to be gone. I love it. I love it. Whoa. I hear any love. <laughs> love out of this. <laughs> I love it. Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what what y'all been playing lately? Oh wait wait wait! Before we get into that, we gotta hitch it stitch with it again because uh, I asked him before and I I didn't take the notes. But stitch, you gotta give your review so far of uh, Modern Warfare. Ooh. We've been playing it a bit. Uh, oh yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't get your notes when I asked you about it because you you posted some shit and I didn't I didn't go back to it. So now that you're on the air, might as well give you. I, I really. So go ahead. I, I I really like it. It's it's fun. Um, it's different than the first one. I think the user interface, especially with the inventory management, I like it better on the previous one than this one. Mm-hmm. Um, having the whole backpack thing is pretty cool. Is just, and I'm I'm sure there's ways I can tinker it to make it a little bit easier to to quickly go through my uh, inventory or backpack when I'm trying to. Um, not get shot in the head over like a, a dead body. And I'm sure if people playing on keyboard have a much better advantage than uh, console players and everything. But uh, I thoroughly enjoy the DMZ mode. I think is really dope. Someone said it's uh, Stitch, you got to get one of these. You got to, got to make it more fair. Got to get one of these. Uh, one, <laughs> the $300 controller. The keyboard mouse is better. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's 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 thoroughly fun. They said it's uh, similar to that that Tarkov game or something. Yeah, Escape from Tarkov. Or... Yeah, I've, I've never played it, but I I guess it it's real similar. That mode is is similar to uh, the DMZ mode. Um, but it, it's really fun. I thoroughly enjoy it. It's a it's a grind to get all the attachments and the the guns and everything. And then the raids are really fun. We uh we did one maybe about a month ago, and that was pretty dope. <laughs> It's been a couple months. <laughs> yeah, we need to get back on there. But uh, it's I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's been 
eaten up a good bit of my time. I still have a little bit more of the single player to do. Hold on, I, I got, got distracted question. just playing Warzone. Yeah, yeah question because I honestly don't know. It, when you say raids, there's like a PVE mode. There's mm-hmm. a co- yeah. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. maybe I pick it up. There's actually a yeah. couple of PVE modes because I, I, co- I need some extreme violence games. And... Yeah, they have a so they have a co-op mode. Unfortunately, it's a, for as big as the fucking map is, there's only two of you, and like fifty eleven thousand goddamn enemies. I mean, you That's can. Short, it's cool, it but like I mean, spec ops, like the old. Uh, spec it, ops it, 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 it is. Yep. It literally is. But you have imagine spec ops, but usually spec ops is in a a confined like kind of uh, the single maps. map. Yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> but in spec op, and this they don't call it spec ops; they just call it co-op. This is the whole war zone map. At yep. your disposal, even though your mission is like, depending on which mode you're in, there uh, it's in certain parts of the map. You have to go to there, and then do that, do the mission, and then get out. Or if you complete the mission, the, the game will end. There's one mission. It's a horde mode. You have to hold out. You get to the spot. You got to hold out for like ten waves, and then and then you uh, then you're tracked. So it's it. But there's only two of you, and then DMZ. There's three, and then you can do Warzone. You can do from solo all the way to four people. And then there's multiplayer on top of that. It's it's really fun. So I, I've been playing it like just to kill time and everything. And especially if I got a squad of people that are on it, it's really really fun. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I picked up or I downloaded the uh, Harry Potter game yes mm-hmm. last night. I'm gonna pick it up, but I haven't yeah. played it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I downloaded that for uh, Lilo, and it was done. But um... <laughs> I know, there's a story behind that, and I think it's hilarious. But that I I I, I get it. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll probably have a, a review on that. I'm, I don't know anything about Harry Potter or whatever, really? but no, oh. do not. I've not watched any of the movies. I've not read any of the books. No, I'm more Your interested. In, I'm sure it's a, a better. It's it's a better franchise than Star Wars. I know that much. You know oh, what? That's what I mean. <laughs> hey, so uh, do you still have your Slave Leia costume, or did you put it away, or? That was like episode four. So in, ter- in terms of uh, the Hogwarts, like I haven't played it yet either, but you know, reviews are really, really good on it. It, it seems like it's a fucking winner. It's all single player RPG, right? I think so. They, they mentioned there's going to be multiplayer, I thought, but I don't think there's going to be. No. All I know is that it's a Harry Potter game where you can you can kill people. I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. And then apparently there's a trans character, so that's like a direct fuck you to J.K. Rowling. There's a transformer in it? looks like her. That looks, wait, wait, looks wait, like wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, back up. The, the, the trans character looks like J.K.? Yes. No, looks like her as a big fucking. <laughs> it's pretty fucked. Up. I, I think it's funny, but no wait, wait, no, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Back she, up, back I, up. I didn't, didn't look. I mean, she has a big nose. Did you not see what she looks like? Well, yeah, I did. Well, yeah, well, it looks like her. <laughs> won't she, okay. So I, I keep hearing like different aspects of this. Is she the owner Whoa. of the IP and will be financially benefiting or no involvement? I mean, she, okay. So she owns the trademark of Harry Potter. So it's on some level, she is going to get paid off of this game. Mm-hmm. But she had no, supposedly no involvement in creating the game. Mm-hmm. So she had, no, she had no input either into the game. So yeah. no, no notes. 
No, no consultation, none of that. So, so because uh, character yeah. looks like J.K. Rowling. Damn. Told you. But the thing, the shitty thing I saw on Twitch earlier this week, or maybe on Twitter, was that some people who are streaming the game, like like you do when the big popular game comes out, are mm. experiencing a whole lot of fucking backlash and hate, hate in the fucking comments and all that stuff just for playing the game based on the whole trans controversy with JK. Well, I mean, look, this is this is how I want to put it, even though I'm not... I'm I'm on the fence. I'm probably gonna get I'm I'm gonna get the game, All right? But I don't feel offended that somebody's pissed off that I got the game. It'd be like if uh, I try to anytime I think of like trans or like LGBTQ issues, I try to put it in the context of if you just replace whatever that thing is with you know them being black, like how would I feel? Like mm-hmm. if if J.K. Rowling was a huge racist and she hated black people and she came out and said that I don't think that Black people are real people. I don't think they should have kids. Blah blah blah. blah. Well, I'd be pissed. Fuck yes, I'd be pissed. So I understand like their their heartache with that. But at the same well, time, that makes sense. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, but <laughs> but at the same time, like I I I really did. I didn't know that those those were her views when she wrote the book. Any of the books, when when you go through her literature. It doesn't come out in her literature at all. Like I understand that that's part of her, and that makes her a, sh- a, a shitty person. But I just—it's—it's it's not what was expressed in her books, and um, that's the way I look at it. And I know that some people listening to this—that's not enough. Like I said, if I do the whole switch, like if there was a black thing and they were racist, yeah. I'd have a problem too. But I don't know. That's why I'm on the fence about it. Yeah, I mean, the content is there, like Krona said. The content doesn't seem to reflect that at all. I mean, it's for kids, mostly. It's for young, uh, young pre middle school to teenage kids. And, you know, it's like mainly adults about adults with a bigger audience. Yeah, and, and the adults are the ones that picked up on it. And it's mainly, the story itself is centered around the family, to be honest. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and I, I, I legit, like, read all of her books before the movies came out. Mm-hmm. So, so and actually, her, I guess not the last two because they came out during the movies, but whatever. I read all the books yeah. first. And so, yeah, so her um, her views on trans people did not come to light until the, the final book, final movie were already out there, which caused the, the fans to go into a tizzy. But, like, the content itself, I'm, pre- I'm not sure if it was in production before she said anything. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was, but I, I'm not 100%. But I will say, I mean, the content itself has a huge fan base. They have yet to have a triple A game outside of like the Lego Harry Potter stuff. So this is their opportunity as fans to enjoy their fandom in a, you know, in a triple A title situation. And to deny that because of how the author feels versus what the content represents seemed to be off to me. But I plan on getting the game. Already, I know people are already playing it. I know B Boy Frost is already playing it. He's already streamed. Um, I will also input, uh, kind of piggybacking off of what Cronus uh, had said. Apparently, black representation has been top tier in this game. It is getting praised by almost everyone I know that is both black and a Harry Potter fan. They feel represented, represented in the highest form in this game like they can make their character look like them look like their kid look like um aunt uncle dreads cone rolls the nice. high top fade 
ball fade, all of that is there. They said they have net everyone. I've seen literal hundreds of um, like Facebook posts, Twitter posts about even TikTok. They're like, look at how we are represented in this game. I've never seen another game do this to us for us. That's cool. So, so I'm like, this hold on. Is let the prodigy get in here and then like, I'll something I want to throw in here as well. <laughs> no, uh, really, super quickly, I just wanted to say, you know, if you go back long enough with, and this is not a whataboutism, but with almost any real corporation that's been around for maybe 80, 100 years, you're going to find some Disney. ugly stuff with their, yeah, <laughs> you're going to find some very ugly stuff with owners, you're going to find some very ugly stuff with what they did with Nazis and Adidas and all, all kinds of stuff that you could be mad about in terms of egregious human rights violations as well um this does suck i'm not belittling it in terms of uh, jk's feelings but a really good video game a video game is getting eight nines you know a a potential game of the year nominee Mm -hmm. folks aren't going to miss out on that and it's already doing big sales so whoever was talking about potentially boycotting or not it's not gonna happen yeah it's not happen this is already not happening Yeah, this is already a huge seller, and it's going to be a Game of the Year nominee. Well, this is what's weird for me. So, like, you know, I watched uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is uh, the best play I've ever seen in my entire life. Me too. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. It was good. (laughs) And she caught a lot of shit for having Hermione being portrayed as a black black woman. Oh, yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so it's like... It's not like she's totally irredeemable. Like she understands that, like there is some, you know, there's something there about representation. But her turf stance—I don't know if she's ever like walked it back at all or whatever. No, but, she's doubled down. Yeah, she doubled. Yeah, I just you know, I'm, yeah. it's hard. But it, then again, it's hard because obviously I'm fucking biased. Because if if you're going to, you know, be okay with people that are other ethnicities. But then not trans people. It's like, well, I'm an other ethnicity, but I'm not trans, so I feel like I'm like a dick. So I don't know. That's still I'm on the fence. I'm still gonna get it though. But you know, but if somebody calls me out and be like, hey, she's a turf, blah blah blah, I'm okay. Yeah, she is. But I'm still getting the game. So yeah, I mean, the, it's like kind of project said a good product is a fucking good product, and so far this is getting high praise from almost all corners except for the social part. Everything yeah. else has been like this is like game of the year and all this stuff. This stuff accolades are probably gonna be thrown at this, but the whole about the person who created the universe, everyone's coming to them, you know, coming at them, and then players who purchased the game. It's like, dude, I bought the game because I love the franchise. I don't have to like her to like her franchise, you know. So I've, I've mentioned this a gazillion times on this show. Uh, my name on here is Cthulhu's Prodigy, and we've talked about some of the yeah. incredible evils of, uh, you know, the inventor of Cthulhu. So mm-hmm. you can like the product, and you know, especially a fictional world or a fictional character, and not necessarily agree with all of the terrible and atrocious things that creator said. But Blue, sorry, get in here. No, just to say, uh, but don't fuck with our Kelly songs. Fuck that dude. <laughs> oh, man. There was a lot of great fucking songs, but goddamn. <laughs> hey, I can... J.K. Rowling's not a pedophile. No, That's that true. I know of. Not. She's not pissing on people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Hey. 
Did she like hanging out with Epstein? That's that's what I want. I mean, it, it, oh, maybe maybe we, that comes out. Then I'll be like, all right, fuck it. I guess don't buy we, it. We, <laughs> we, never, we never saw that list with Epstein either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, we don't know what's in the little black book. No, we don't. Uh, right about that. Then it'd be like no, for, you know, J.K. Rowling's next book would be you know Harry Potter and the the Island of Secrets. Way too soon. Yeah. <laughs> not really. No, but, uh, That's not on time. It's been a couple I mean, of years. And he's fucking um, dead. Yeah, I'm about to say he's been dead. He yeah. he got he got unalive, they did. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Like the whole unalive thing, it, it bothers me so everybody's like trying to get like their social justice bullshit. I'm not gonna say bullshit. Their social justice information and all those other things off of TikTok. But the main reason why people say like unalived and shit like that and like other terms and like you can't say like they'll say the R word instead of rape. It's because it's on TikTok and you can't say those words on TikTok oh, yeah. because because it's fucking Chinese owned and they will fucking shut your shit down. And it's like, <laughs> but, it's so, but it's so funny that they're all on TikTok talking about all this social shit, but you literally can't even say what the fuck you want to say on the platform. Like, that's fucking even- weird. Yeah, I didn't even know that was that. What the fucking Wait. rules are on TikTok? You can't say murder. There's a lot of shit you can't really say on TikTok. Yeah, oh. but I think the same is also kind of true with like uh, with like YouTube. Well, you just like get demonetized. Of, like, yeah, you, you get demonetized, but so people use like words to kind of work around it. Like you can't say certain things. Like you can't say the R word. Look, honestly, but, there's a trick to it. Let me tell you the secret, y'all. Spell it out. Look, if you just don't say bullshit in the first 30 seconds, that's why sometimes if you're watching this podcast on the actual version that I put out after the live stream, and you notice in the beginning of the podcast, in the first 30 seconds or so, some of the words don't come out, is because one of us probably fucking cursed. And I took (laughs) out the fucking curse word just so I can get it monetized. That's it. If you just take out the shit in the first like 30 fucking seconds, YouTube generally doesn't give a shit. But what about the first 30 minutes where we talked about gaping assholes? They won't, they won't <laughs> even care. Unless we say something that's like really fucking fucked up. Mm. Like, obviously, I'm not, obviously, I'm not going to say it, obviously. Hey, <laughs> I'm not going to say it now. Give us an example, I mean, brother. <laughs> what, what would be the example? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that I wouldn't talk about anyway. Like, really egregious, <laughs> like, uh, really egregious acts of violence and, like, you know, r- like, really descriptive forms of rape. Shit like that. Like, so, stuff that I'm not really going to say anyway. When it comes to, like, saying, you know, killing or rape or something like that in a general context you can say it on youtube you just can't get like super graphic with it which i'm not generally gonna do anyway so well but you just, know i heard just so we know just so we're all clear there was full consent when the, during the fisting they went all the way up to the oh, show yes. everybody was happy everybody signed off even with the, even it, with was the in, it was a dr arm condom Yes, whole arm yeah. all the way deep down. <laughs> shoulder deep. I heard also that uh, Twitter has something similar where, like, you know, if you were to post out a tweet or tweet out to somebody, if you had something that's kind of like vulgar or anything, I guess Twitter warns you first, like, hey, do you really want to post this? I and mean, it's it's all, you, you check, check no if you're a normie, <laughs> check yes if you're fucking nasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know Elon got a bypass for that bullshit though. Elon be posting all kind of wild ass dumbass shit. He does. What? It, no, it's just a warning that pops up. You can always just say yes, I, I want to post this, and you post it. But like, yeah, I guess Twitter gives you like a warning, letting you know, like, hey, what you're saying it might be offensive. But go ahead and say it. <laughs> okay, so sorry, Stitch, you're getting a uh, Hogwarts and <laughs> sidetrack. Well, Lilo's getting Hogwarts Legacy, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah it's, uh, we both haven't got a chance to play it yet, so that's to be uh, continued on that. 
Well, I, yeah. so I, like I said, I wanted to get it too, but I also want to get it for um, for K. But the thing is, though, is that I want to keep my PS5 in my office. I don't want to put it in the living room. So now I'm like, can I just buy a fucking Xbox Series X and just buy it on that? Oh, yeah. play oh. <laughs> I think I'd be on the Switch too, though, right? Or, that's all right. No, I, listen, uh, I don't think AAA so. games on the Switch are kind of like, you don't want to do Wonky. that. Yeah, they're kind of wonky. Yeah, do, they, do they still have a remote play for the for the PS5 console? They do. They have it for but both. But if I want to play it and she wants to play it, then uh, yeah. Yeah, it's only one. It's only like one profile of time type. Somebody's thing. get a job and get their own PS5. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. He's talking to you, Chris. Is it? <laughs> is it? Talking to you, you don't you don't even got a PS5. Yeah, you, you a, can't. You have a series. Club. How do you like I have a, I have a Series X. So I don't want to hear none of that. Oh, okay. and what you play? I get cloud saving. So if y'all y'all lose power and your shit fucking fucks up, I have cloud saving. Y'all ain't got oh, that shit. We do have cloud yeah, saving. What the fuck you're talking about? What? Yeah, yeah, if you have... I don't have cloud saving. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. How do you think I got my PS4 saves and my PS5? I don't know. Thumb drive? It's cloud saves. Carry your thumb drive. Look at this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Trash ass. Don't, don't even know. No, I don't We've know. PlayStation had that since PS3. <laughs> yeah, it's a paperweight. I use it to hold my door open. Because <laughs> 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 you sitting over there though. playing fucking God of War right now, the inferior system and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Oh my PS4. Yeah, I mean it runs. That's all that matters. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Back, back the fuck up. You're playing God of War Ragnarok on the four. Yeah, I've been on the four. Wow. It's fucking sad. So I mean, it plays, it's, it's the same fucking story. It's not That's disgusting. Nothing. He's over there yeah. playing. He's like, oh, shit. Is that a Jenny mod over there? Look at them pixels, bro. Yeah. Look at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. I have the wrong porn <laughs> uh, on Dallup. <laughs> no, I, if I have Jenny mod, then I I have I must have uh, Prodigy's old PS4 or something if there's Jenny mod down here. Look, I, I'm going to tell y'all right now. That Jenny Mod shit fucked me up, and I, I'm not ashamed. I got a lot of shit saved on my motherfucking phone and shit. Oh my god! I, I redid that every now and again. No, bro, you need to just delete all that shit. He can handle it. No, start. He went sober. from uh, his his research purposes only folder went to research confirmation purposes only. God, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. can really throw that into the. What the quadrohedron? She's the only uh, female that can do it. <laughs> uh, she's literally built like it. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I gotta put this out there. She's our, literally built our, like a brick house. <laughs> our uh, our guest or the Infinity Vault had asked us last week. It's oh. been asked actually for two weeks straight. Now that we're all here, we can all answer this question. Oh. We've been on the list for like two weeks. Which uh, Prodigy, Prodigy kind of started it. Um, I guess we were supposed to come up with uh, the video game to live action adap- adaptations. What do we think are good ad- adaptations so far? And what we hope? What do we hope to see? I guess as well. Well, mm. I think I'll start a little bit because I think I, I I put some thought into this because me and Prodigy we talked about it for like a for a second. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it because at the time it was when The Last of Us first dropped, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, it's really good. Um, but it's also like, I mean, it just came out. You know, I remember Arcane was like really fantastic too. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, The Last of Us, it's just, especially after episode three, it's it's the greatest one of all time. Like, it's, it's not even fucking close. Arcane was really good, but Arcane, um, when I went back and thought about it, 
it started off a little slower and then you have to get past episode yeah. one to get into like the really good territory um the last it, of us it started it hit the ground basically fucking running it improved upon the game story um significantly um even with all the changes and like showing like what all this stuff meant from the in the game so they don't tell you about in the game and episode three the changes that that they made in that um it was like i i keep saying it's one of the greatest episodes ever made of anything and i say that with no hesitation um i I don't i can't think of something that's like significantly better than that at all as far as like a single episode goes and uh episode four wasn't as good but it was still great you know what i mean i i I just cannot think of anything of a video game adaptation that is that good and like i said even beyond video game adaptations episode three is the greatest episode that i've seen of anything in my memory it made made me give a shit about two bears kissing yeah Like, like normally Normally, two dudes with beards kissing is not, like, in my realm of, like, fucking care. If I see it happen on the street, I'm like, okay, there's two dudes kissing. I'm going about my fucking day. But uh, in this one, I was like, damn, these guys really fucking love each other. (laughs) It it made, like, uh, it made other people's love seem cheap. Yeah. I'm I'm with you on The Last of Us being extremely good. Um, It's better than... Witcher, which again, I, I always go back and forth. Yes, the books came before the game, but here's the truth, and I've told you guys this a million fucking times. Witcher, especially Witcher three, made people franchise uh, fans of The Witcher. Oh yeah, a millions more played Witcher three than ever read those fucking Polish books. Yeah. Stop the, let let's just stop and it. And honestly, the the games are better than the books. I, I read the first book. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I get it, but the, but the games are wildly popular, and that's what gave us uh, Henry Cavill, uh, uh, Henry Cavill Geralt. Um, shout out to uh, obviously Kronos already mentioned Arcane, a really great one, uh, not on the Last of Us level, but really, really great, very close. I would also say Castlevania, yeah, from oh, yeah four yeah. Or five seasons of spectacular shit. They have some. Uh, gay vampire twin orgy shit that <laughs> went wild and and got violent as well. But um, fucking heads were rolling. Also, real yeah. quick, as, we're ta- as you say, Castlevania. Go back and listen to we have an S class interview with Sam Dietz, the creator of Castlevania, from like a while back. Yeah, um, right when the show first came out, he was a great dude. Yeah, really good, really good guy. But I just want to give give props to that. Um, I can't think of a better adaptation it seems like we're gonna get a whole lot more you know my stance already on anime adaptations but for video games yeah last of us seems pretty high anybody i mean you guys are all current on last of us right mm-hmm. yeah yes i am can i say one one other quick thing my only slight gripe on episode four and i hope this isn't a trend with them they tended to shy away from some of the direct violence in episode four. I don't know if you guys kind of picked up on that. What I mean by that is uh, oh. the one who shot the doctor, it was a cutaway scene. And then even oh, Joel telling yeah. that, that kid, like, it kind of cut away. The Last of Us is, uh, from, a, from the gaming standpoint, is not a cutaway and we'll do the violence type of series in general, but no. I can handle it for one episode. Well, I think Honestly, the reason why they did it is because um, Joel, at this point in the in the show, is still trying to shield Ellie from violence, but he also yep. doesn't know that Ellie has done sadistic violence in the past. I mean, they they've already showed it in the show where she like 
cut that one uh, infected person's face and then killed them. Yeah. Um, yep. Joel doesn't know anything. Joel is trying to keep her as innocent as possible. So I think from that aspect, I understand where they're going with that. And I hope that in subsequent episodes that she shows like her predilection towards violence because of her past and also what she's seen yeah. even in passing with Joel. That's just my hopes. So. Well, it's, yeah, it's funny yeah. because like, they won't they won't show uh, a, a grown man shooting a kid like basically in the fucking head, <laughs> or like a um, a doctor being shot, like a doctor who's chained up being sh- shot. But they'll show like two bears kissing and laying in bed <laughs> with each other, like like <laughs> everything's fine here, folks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's I was all for it. Saying. <laughs> um, I'm for that. No, after you after you said that, like I, I kind of like if they if they make it like get more violent that goes on because we get to see like how the life is and from Elliot's eyes, I think that's kind of cool if they if they Ellie, go that route. Ellie, 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 Ellie. Sorry. Yeah, I, I definitely think that that scene sort of more focused on Ellie because it, just to see her reaction to it. I think it was more for the audience just to see if she would like freak out or like have this like wincing kind of thing. So I think maybe with that one, that's why they focused on it. But there's going to be some stuff. Obviously, we played those that have played the game know that there's going to be some uh, very, very tense uh, moments. That's going to be interesting to see how HBO handles. Um, Won't get into it for those that haven't played the game. Blue said he hasn't played the game last I I recall. So I'm not going to touch on those specific things, but. I, I I really like what they're they're doing with it so far. It's they're putting their own tinkering with it, but it's not ruining from the original product at all. It, I think they're adding a lot of like good elements to it, some good flavor, some good seasoning and stuff that I completely forgot about. Um, I remember the whole bill thing, but then like in the game, it all it is is like a note. It's a mention or whatever it says, like my partner. And like when I when they started to play out, I was like, "Oh shit, that's right," or whatever. It, it sort of clicked in my head, and then they they did a, a beautiful job of establishing that relationship, the connecting, and just how you can empathize for the relationship that they had together. And I thought that was fucking amazing. I, I had no problem with them taking a timeout from from uh, stalkers and uh, uh, what, what are they called again? The fucking um, clickers, clickers, clickers. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I thought it was, it was beautifully well done. Um, even this last one um, with the little thing at the end, because I knew that um, those two were coming or whatever. They have a little storyline. I can't think of their names. So the, uh, the two Bam and someone. Uh, Henry yeah, and Sham. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's going to be um, it's going it's going to be interesting to see uh, if they keep it completely to the letter of the the law with how it goes in the game, or if they're gonna tinker with some stuff but I, I hbo they have earned my trust in how they do most of their things so we'll, we'll see how it plays out well what's crazy what I, what I really like is that you know neil Druckmann is like directly involved in the show and it really shows because it's like it seems like his level of care is carrying over and i think this hopefully bodes well with uh god of war um with with amazon because i'm pretty sure that um the fuck's that guy's name uh, Sam. Um, no, it's not Sam. Uh, fuck. One of the God of War Corey creators. Corey Barlog. Yeah, Corey Barlog. Yeah, Corey Barlog. I'm pretty sure is involved with uh, God of War, 
Um, which, if, if this is like the same steps, like I, I really hope that Core Barlog is like taking notes <laughs> from The Last of Us on like how to modify um, a, a video game to make it more palatable for a TV viewing. The only thing that I'm nervous about, and I'm not uh, distrusting Corey at all, when I heard that uh, they're starting in the North Slam, disappointing. That's weird. Yeah. To, well, I don't, his entity is tied to Greece. No, well, this this is the problem. Okay, so go go back and play the previous God of War games as uh-huh. at, at your current age, and then just think about how well that's going to go over with like the current audience in in America or the world, really. Um, yeah, fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't think I, I think that honestly I, I would love to see like the older games, but I don't think it would just I don't think it would go over well with uh well, like with the rest of the world. The only problem is is that like, you know, if they're basing off of the recent the last two games, we're not getting uh Kratos' backstory. Like he's a Spartan, like he's from the Greek mythology, so they need to kind of build up his story there before we go into the. Um... So no, you you really, you don't, because I mean if no? you look at no because I mean the Last of Us is like almost a perfect example, like they don't they don't really talk about Joel's background at all. Like but yeah. but you but we all know that he's done some like really shady shit. They don't talk. They don't go into details about it, but we all know. And there and there's some it's kind of implied. Yeah, I think that they could do some really clever storytelling of like having either really clever flashbacks or something like that without telling his whole backstory and just like kind of incrementally doing it over time. I don't think there's a problem with having like a character like that where he's at now because I think that most pretty much any like movie show whatever like nobody really starts with the hero's journey as like a total weakling. And when you think about the story of God of War, it really starts with him being like sort of a badass. But then basically getting killed and then, you know, coming in, becoming the God of War. And I don't know if the, if it's a really great story to tell at this point in time and without significant changes. I mean, sight unseen, there's no, not even a, even a teaser or trailer out yet. I just really hope that that Greek Spartan aspect doesn't yeah. get lost in the sauce because... Yes, this is a different Kratos, yeah. but we know us knowing how he be, why he looks so ashy, and why he has that red yeah. paint That's is crucial for us. It's because he burnt that lotion. <laughs> but, but even more so, I would say, knowing what happened to his family so well, uh, kind of impacts how we view uh, Atreus impacts how we view Freya, impacts how we view every character he interacts with in this Norse land, but maybe through flashbacks I can tell a, a great story. I just, I, it, at first I kind of initially cringed at that. We'll see how they execute. I also wonder how many players that play the latest God of War that never played the previous games, because that, that's going to be probably a good portion of them, because... Yep. I mean, there was a huge gap. I mean, like the the first God of War came out in like the er, the mid two thousands. Yeah, that was much mid, mid early yeah. like two thousand yeah. five seven. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. It was like it was it was a while ago. Yep, no, that's, that's a that's years a ago. Good point. Yeah, that's a good point. A really good point. And I would say, 
all of the earlier, the first ones were on PS2 and PSP and PS3. Yeah. And, and then you had the and, 2018 and, the and on 4. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the, yeah, these are, they're, they're old games. Wow. No- I was going to say, God of War is such a, pretty much every, all the, all of the PS consoles except for one. Yeah. So for but, the one. Yes, one. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this real quick. Did, was Neil involved in, I didn't see it, the Marky Mark Uncharted? Neil Druckmann? No, I thought that was, um, what's her uh, name? The, the woman. Amy Henning? Yeah, Amy Henning. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. A- Amy Henning. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was her. Yeah, because she's the writer. So no. I don't know if she's in, actually, she might not have, I don't think she wrote the screenplay. She's probably a consultant. I mean, for some reason, I get them That's... both confused because they have like similar, really good writing. Yeah, hmm. I think they were both in Naughty Dog, right? They they were both at one point kind of flowing through there. At least Amy, she was at Naughty Dog, and then she went to like three or four studios. Yeah. And then um, Corey Barlog, he left Santa Monica at one point, too. I think he was, oh, he went to Crystal Dynamics, was a part of that Naughty Dog family. So... I don't, I'm looking, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now, and it looks like Amy, at least in like the quick little snippet of the, of like the director and stuff like that. Amy's name isn't on this list, other than for based on Uncharted by Amy Henry Henning. Henning. But it doesn't say it doesn't have her as a uh, editor or um. Or screenplay. Her name's not in the screenplay or as the director or anything. Oh, for the film or for the game? For the film. Oh yeah, I don't think she's she's not heavily in the game or in the film. Well, I think she's I, just like. So this is the sad part. Uh, so Amy Henning, she was, I think, one of the creators of Forspoken, and the oh, writing, oh writer, yeah, yeah, the writing for Forspoken is like nowhere near the level of Uncharted. I had to actually put the game down. Damn! Oh, wow. I'm, so I'm, wait, I'm, you might get back you... to it, but it's like it's really, I don't know, it, it's not very fluid at all. Like it, it's like these really weird, like first of all. Y'all know I like to fucking cuss, all right. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's like egregious amount of cussing in this in this in this shit, and I just like it. It just seems really odd to me, especially when if I'm transported to somewhere where the, they seem like old timey fucks, I'm probably not going to use a lot of curse words because they're not going to get it, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to use like a lot of like you know current language because like they're not going to get it, and it just it seems like really odd to do. And then there's yeah. like really weird like transitions in the game even early on of like trying to sneak around and like pausing the gameplay and like doing this and that and like it just it's it's not at least in the beginning it's it's not really well done at all it's it's nowhere near like an uncharted level of a game yeah and and that's that's sad I mean first of all I will say this and I haven't played it but we were hope all of us hoping that you know but you got a black female lead character and whatnot that it would be a, a banger but. Yeah. The reviews were mid as fuck. Yeah, it, it deserves the mid, honestly. I think uh, if if I was Amy Henning, which I can't tell her what the fuck to do, but she has you know a really great franchise that she hasn't worked on in a hot minute, which if she revived would be great, and it's uh, Soul Reaver. Um, oh, which, yeah. I don't know if any of y'all played that shit, but those the Legacy of Kane series was fantastic, so please go back and rewrite that shit and make it modern like, uh, like Uncharted and not this no, really she- weird, like... It's almost like... This weird, like, Japanese-style RPG, but, like, really kind of boring. Oh. There's just, and, like... I mean, yeah. this is where Enix game. So, 
But I can tell you this, Amy Hennings moved on to, apparently she's working on some kind of secret Star Wars project that hasn't fully been announced. It's just rumored right now. But what she's been confirmed to be working on is the Marvel game, the Captain America Black Panther game, where it takes place during World War II. Okay. That game, she's she's writing that. Let, let me say this real quickly. All my faith in some of these some of these uh, comic book games when it's not insomniac it's going down yeah. further and further man <laughs> i i trust insomniac because they know what the fuck they're doing they gave me spidey they gave me miles morales i can guarantee you they're going to give me good wolverine they're going to give me good spider-man too yeah i don't trust any of these other folks even with amy henning yep. you talk to me about midnight suns and and what was the Batman game and the Arkham mm-hmm. blah blah blah? Arkham, y'all, well, y'all, Arkham's good. The Arkham, I old school Arkham, yes. But I'm talking about some of these latest and greatest, the Marvel's Avengers. That was shit, yeah. But don't say Arkham Knights because uh, uh, Arkham Knights. I'm sorry, Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights was gets too much shit. The game was good. Yeah, game. And it looked good. Oh, speaking of which, we can play that game together finally. Yeah, even we're on separate consoles. I, I'm I'm waiting for it to drop in price, which I, I heard it soon. So I'm probably gonna pick it up. It's a good game. Or I may I might wait for it to hit Game Pass, but I plan on getting the game because it looks fucking dope. And I do want us to play because with two people we have two different play styles yeah. because they're characters, so we'll be able to tackle different things differently. So I, I want to see that dynamic play out. So. It is fun, and I'm I'm redhead all the way. Oh, right on. I don't know who to pick yet. So, and I'm hoping they add more characters. I, I'm actually hoping we get. Um, uh, what's his name? The guy with the Christian guy, the suit, the fuck. Oh, uh, uh, Azrael. I'm hoping to play as Azrael because in, in, uh, Arkham Knight, he was fucking, he was brutal as fuck. He was brutal Dude, as fuck. Yeah. All so I, I hope know is back. Spidey 2 drops later, later this year. It's going to shut all yep. of this comic mm-hmm. book shit down. Getting that fucking platinum. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> It's not even going to be close, and they're going to raise the bar. Like, look what they did with Miles, and that wasn't that was basically standalone DLC. DLC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, basically it was, it was an expensive DLC. Yeah, I'm like, you know, these guys are going to knock it out of the park. Dude, even the story um, alone oh, for Miles oh, was right. really did, good. Oh, B Boy Frost brought up a good point. They already, I forgot, I brought it up many times already, but they added a free mode to Gotham Knights, just a free multiplayer mode. It was mm-hmm. like the first month it dropped. I haven't used it yet. I don't have the game. I do plan on getting it sometime this year, hopefully by before April or around you, April. You know, you can, I was you Spidey swinging around the rest of Manhattan or the rest of New York. It's over. <laughs> so, I I was doing a quick look at, at video game adaptations to the TVs and movies. Mm-hmm. I, I, like looking at some of these, like for example, like Sonic was a really good like yeah. game based, but it's not really an adaptation of the game because you know he's in the real world and like you know it's not really like. I don't know. It's not really based off of the game, so is that really an adaptation or more I'd like? Still, I still call it it's an a movie with. I would, call it, <laughs> I would call it also call it an, an adaptation because even though he is from that world, what he brought from that world, he talks about his world and what was going on there, and his villain follows him to the real. I world guess. No, so, his villain was in the real world already. Oh yeah, Dr. Uh, Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, so I, I mean, it he, could be. It could be more toward like the newer Sonic games and not the old school Sega ones I'm thinking of. Because like I think uh, Sonic Adventure takes place in like the real world, or even like uh, oh the new at least one, some of the anime. That oh may take no, place what, in the world. what's the new one? Sonic Frontier, isn't it? That's like the RPG. No, I'm version. talking about. 
No, I'm talking about like like these for Sega Saturn. The oh, old school Sonic Adventure. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know there's a new one that came out last year, Sonic Adventure, Sonic Frontier, or something like that. Apparently, it's a full-on open-world Sonic game. I guess. Look, I'm I'm just gonna already call it because there's been two of them already. Sonic got the best trilogy because they're making at least a third one. Oh, of, definitely a third one of movie oh, yeah. adaptations from video games we've we've seen to date. Like, yeah, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Like those are yeah, good. I I will say uh, there's some honorable mentions. I guess like even though it's not a video game adaptation, it is about. Yeah, I have my own list. It's it's about that world, and that's Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scott Pilgrim, even though it's not a game, I mean, it's a game after the books. I know the comics came first in the film, but the game came out like when the 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 film was in theaters. It came out like right around that time, and it was a huge hit. Everyone loves those fucking games. It's a it's a old school two D scroller. It's like sometimes art though. Yeah, depending on what console I have, it's like four players. Other times it's only two kind of weird but it was a beloved game the movie i loved myself i fucking seen the movie a bunch of times it's a fucking hilarious yeah, film classic yeah i mean but it's it's not an adaptation per se i would say the same about free guy free guy's another one that's kind of like that it's, it's based that off of a video game awesome but it was fucking awesome yeah. it was a fucking great game it shows a lot of pop culture stuff um it shows a lot <laughs> it does really good justice to the acknowledgement of one the, the birth of the streamer Cause like I watched the game with my little cousin, I had no idea who any of these fucking streamers were. That's how like old I am, cause I don't give a fuck. But he knew every single one. They were like celebrities to him, and like the games he recognized. Like it talks about Street Fighter, it talks about Mario World, it talks about the big cultural iconic games in the movie, and it it works really well. What's crazy with Free Guy was that it was available like almost everywhere. Like even Disney Plus carried it. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just plus right now. I, I just yeah. checked to see where it was at because I totally forgot about that. I was like, oh shit, I won't watch it. It's on Disney Plus now. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus right now. And so I also what got to say, oh, I was going to say, uh, yeah, this one is kind of controversial. You either love it or hate it, but it, it made enough to where they're going to do another sequel, and that's hmm. Mortal Kombat, the 2021. I mean, oh, I hate it that yeah, one. some people hate <laughs> it. Some people are like, this is actually pretty cool. But uh, either you hate watched it enough, or you loved it enough. But they're doing a fucking sequel, despite your feelings about it. Was oh, it was so bad. <laughs> all so I, bad. It wasn't this great, great movie, but it was fun. And all I know is they chose the thickest girl I'd ever seen in my entire life for uh, what was the character, the ninja girl? Uh, in oh, for Melina? Was she yeah, Melina. Oh man, those <laughs> cakes had me watching that thing over and over again. I was like, that's <laughs> damn. Uh, also another honorable mention, I would say Uncharted. Uncharted is actually not a bad film. It's on Netflix yeah, right now. Good. It's actually pretty. It's a fun kind of homage. It's like an homage to the old uh, Indiana Jones films, but still trying to yeah. play, but still tries to stay close to the game. I mean, it feels like a prequel, kind of like a little bit of a, taking a bit of part one and a little bit of part two, and made this. I mean, it's actually not a bad film. I actually was like, okay. I actually had fun with this, and it made sense, and it didn't do stupid shit like fucking old school Street Fighter or like um, fucking House of the Dead or stupid shit. Are you fucking Street Fighter anime? Wait, no, Street Fighter live action. action. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead, proceed. I'm tripping. tripping. (laughs) Uh, 
Dude, uh, I watched that I also, recently. Oh my god. <laughs> also, gotta say, I mean, we gotta give props for props to do when Angelina Jolie played Laura Croft in Tomb Raider. Yeah, I was gonna bring yeah, that up in a silver huge, suit. That was a huge <laughs> fucking film. That was a hundred million dollar fucking making film. Actually, it made over a hundred hundred and something. It made over a hundred million. It was, it made I like think it was way more than that. <laughs> yeah, it made like a shit ton of fucking movie. It was a it was a huge action sequence. Um, back in the day, fucking Daniel Craig's in that before he was James Bond. Yeah, but like that was a big fucking film. Like no one expected it to make those kind of numbers. It was just another quote unquote um, video game adaptation that was fucking huge at the time. And then uh, you actually get that that good reviews like around to mail right now. It's sitting at twenty. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no one said no one expected that, but it did good ass fucking number. Um, yeah. Another one that I I watched during the pandemic. Uh, um, Dirty Stew watched it because of my recommendation. He was. He actually came away thinking the same way I felt was Werewolf Within. It's based off a of fucking a Nintendo game, I guess. It's kind of like um, Wolf Among Us. It's kind of like that, but it's a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. It has the girl from um, the Lily, the AT&T girl. She's in the fucking film. Oh, she oh. is. Yeah, oh, she's slim thick. Yeah, she's in it, and uh, like the up. He's he's like an up and coming kind of star. It's just black dude. I can't think of his name. Uh, I can pull it up as I'm going, but like it, it, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It has like a a actual story, and I'm like, this is based off the fucking game. And I guess the game, it just sets it up, but it doesn't have the same story. But still, it has like the same characters, kind of like most fucking adaptations do, uh, like Resident Fucking Evil. It has like fucking Alice isn't in the game, but yeah. yet she's fighting fucking. Zombified fucking Dobermans and shit like they do in the game. Yep. So, um, but Werewolf Within, I gotta give it props. I mean, it was an enjoyable fucking film. Um, I thought it was fucking hilarious. It made sense. Uh, I was like, fuck, where's this game? It's on, I believe it's on the Switch, I think. Okay. But it's, uh, oh, it's Werewolves Within with an S. But, uh, what, here's this guy. Uh, he's on the photo here. Uh, Sam Richardson. He's like an up and coming kind of fucking actor. He's in some, He's in some pretty big, high-profile stuff most recently, but uh, I enjoyed this film. I was like, "Fuck for game adaptation, I I, I would recommend this if you have like you're in, you want to see like a kind of a um, horror comedy, I guess." There you go. This is it right there. So, you you know what else I'm gonna really quickly say? They need to remake, and I would they would have my fucking money. Doom, make mm-hmm. some. And Doom Eternal, like a good version, oh, not the no. fucking 2005 Dwayne Mock. The Rock. Did. Oh, it's Dwayne The Rock versus Carl Urban. Put some respect yeah. on his Fuck that noise. <laughs> do it based off of the 2016, 2017, whatever that version is of Doom, and then do Doom no, Eternal. No, no. What they need to do first is they need to rectify whatever the fuck is going on with Mick Gordon, and then mm. make the movie. And then make the movie because, listen. The the Doom games, one of the reasons why it was so goddamn good was the soundtrack. Yeah. I will fight over this. But like yeah. the, the fact the, the way that they ramped it up when there was like an action and it was all like metal and shit like that, you need to have Mick Gordon um do that soundtrack. Um because that that shit was amazing. And that was the first time I actually recognized a game like doing that. Like as soon as you got into the game or into like an action scene, then it started ramping up and like Kind of based on like how well you did it, rough even more. Um, I think that what was that game called? I don't know who did the actual soundtrack, but it was the uh, the Metal Hellsinger game. That's the only game that has done it sort of better, only because 
is based upon really how well you do. So like basically you have to get combo meters um to like get the rest of like the song. So like basically mm. the song starts with like just like a basic beat and then when you get a combo going it's it, it adds in like the strings, then you do more, it adds in like the bass, then you get like a sixteen, you know, combo and then it adds oh. in like the whole song. And you have to do it like to the beat of the song. So oh. there's like literally so, a fucking metronome going on the screen. So apparently, apparently that's how Hi-Fi Rush is? Yes, I was going to bring that up. I haven't yeah. downloaded the game. Uh, I, I just un- uninstalled High on Life, so I'm going to do it this weekend. But apparently... Look at you when running you out of space. Yeah, no, I'm trying to save space. I'm not running out of space. I'm trying to save space. I, I'm done with High on Life. And plus, I feel kind of weird. I feel dirty playing the game now. I was about to say, <laughs> talk about a controversial creator. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck. But I beat the game. I like the content, and I, I don't need it to... I don't need to trophy hunt or achievement hunt that game. Uh, no, you said it right the first time. Fuck what you're talking about. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't know anyone else saw this movie. It's also based off a video game. Also stars The Rock. Uh, I saw it in theaters. It was uh, Rampage. Rampage is based off the arcade. Uh, I have not watched that, but I heard about it. Uh, because I yeah, played the game back in the day. Yeah, it's on. I believe it's on Netflix right now. Uh, I think it's either Netflix or... Um, uh, HBO Max, but it's on there. It's actually it's like a a a B minus version of Godzilla. I guess that's the best but, way I can. But it ain't got Godzilla in that motherfucker. So it kind of does, but he's not really Godzilla. It's Liz, Lizzie, right? Yeah, Lizzie's in the game, so she does. It looks like a a mutated alligator versus. It can't look like Godzilla, or it's like getting sued. In the yeah. game, it looks like Godzilla. <laughs> So, but this one, I mean, it, it's not that hey, bad. Listen, I mean, if Donkey Kong can look like King Kong, then oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, uh, it's interesting because I remember I thought they made a, a movie for this game, but for Spy Hunter, I thought they made a, a movie the Rock. and the Rock was the in Rock. it. Yeah, yeah, they put it. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm like trying to look it up, and it, I, I like see that it was only a game. Yeah, it was no. just it was a oh, it, yeah it was, it was a game with him in it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I, I <clears throat> yeah, they, I don't know if the movie ever got finished though. The new, yeah, the movie never came out. Uh, it says that the movie was uh, was slated for for two thousand four. It was like Batgirl. Yeah, no. basically, <laughs> they already, they had a budget of like ninety million. God damn, that's damn, a lot. that's a good amount of money. Yeah, it, I mean, that's, that's yeah, it never came salary. out. But the, <laughs> but the game, I think the game came out though. The game did no, come out in the, the game. It's on the PlayStation Two and the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. This yeah, is back yeah. in two thousand six. I was I was thinking to myself like I swear to God I I know this movie came out like I I, I no, remember movie... watching it but no it's because I played the game. <laughs> yeah, this is hella funny because if you look at the <laughs> the cover of the game is The Rock but he's hella young. He looks yeah. super. Because <laughs> before he found his current stack of fine Mexican supplements. <laughs> oh, it was yeah, it, it was on the PS2 and the original Xbox. That's what it was on. It's on. It was on both of these. There's a little, oh Steve Bloomers in this. Yeah, so yeah, there's that. I need to change uh, the term. Doing... I need to. I need to change it to like fine questionable sub questionable supplements. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of racist saying Mexican supplements. So I'm, I'm oh gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try and backtrack though. No one. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I guess hey, oh, Mexico's I, right fucking there. I'm not trying to get fucking murked. Yeah, yeah. man. But I'm also trying to, I guess, because they're mostly in Mexico, so that's why they call it that. No, nah, you can get them anywhere. I mean, I, yeah, but 
are they manufactured in Mexico? I mean, you can buy. You, they're manufactured in America too. I mean, TRT, you know, H, all that shit's manufactured here. So, it, on on the Killer Sally documentary, she uh, was living in Oceanside, and she would take her kids with her and go down to TJ to get them. But that was way back in the day. You can go yeah, anywhere you, now. You can get a, a doctor with prescribe them. I can go to the doctor right now and get prescribed fucking TRT. So, mm-hmm. but he's he's yeah. on. He's on way more than TRT though. <laughs> so, and he also TRT squared. And also his diet is insane. like I can't. The people yeah, always talk to. about like, so that that guy has like a, obviously an impressive physique, but I I would not want to fucking live his life to to maintain that physique. That motherfucker's got to eat like damn near. I would say probably he eats nine thousand calories yeah, a day. Yeah, it's got to be at least. I was gonna say at least six thousand calories a day. It's like he hasn't because yeah. So he's. He's posted on Twitter his his diet. Yeah, fuck it's that. It's literally yeah. nine thousand. It's a lot of fucking food. I'm like, what? Like he shows a picture of him eating. It's like a stack of pancakes. No, like those, those, those are his cheat days, though. Yeah, dude, it's his, like his, pancakes his normal and meals. Bananas and shit. His normal meals are boring as fuck, dude. It's like fucking Broccoli. fucking bland ass fish and chicken and oh, it's rice. Cod. He and, eats cod. Yeah, he yeah. eats cod and he, and he says he he has to eat a certain amount of cod. Like literally, yeah, he has, he's got to eat his protein. It's like that's why I'm like I, I don't want to have to eat that much fucking food. Yeah, so, yeah, fuck that. The, yeah, that's the a one, lot of food. The one who's uh just on a, a modern take with it is um uh long. No, uh, the guy in uh, Apollo three uh, or Creed three. Oh, oh, yeah. oh he's uh, uh, yeah. the Jordan. Dang. Yeah. Well, Michael B. Jordan and his what's what's the rival's name? Uh, on there? Majors, Dang. Jonathan Majors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, so he's he he posted his workout stuff or whatever. I mean, he looks like ridiculously way more than he did and oh, whole, Lovecraft. But he's always been in shape, but yeah. whole shit, he was like 7,000, 8,000 calories and three workouts a day for months and months and months with a trainer. I was like, god damn. It's 7, a lot. Yeah. Calories? That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean for that muscle mass, it's what I mean, people don't understand like how building muscle and like maintaining muscle works like you can't just if you work out like a lot and you don't have you know Fuel. the proper <laughs> you know diet like you're not gonna you're not gonna maintain that mass like at all yeah i don't think me personally going i've been through that kind of shit before i don't think it's healthy to maintain that level of muscle mass for especially for the rock for that long because that guy's in his he's 50s 50. now and he's, yeah. he's at a physique for a solid like 15 fucking years or, I or think more. he's probably going to have some some health decline um, at some point because you, your body's just not designed to, even with his genetics. And he has like obviously superior genetics, but it, your body's still just not designed to have that much muscle mass for that long of a period True. of time. That's why when you see like serious bodybuilders um, that are on obvious obvious gear, um, they bulk up and just like off season they they turn into like sort of fat guys. Sort of fat. They turned into yeah. them pretty yeah. fat. In Actually, fact, like the, the you, uh, we I think we talked about this. The guy who won like a weightlifting championship, they showed a picture of him. He had this huge fucking gut. Yeah, because he did not work out for fucking months. He had a huge gut. And I was like, God dang. But shout out to uh, uh, the the former Hulk, Lou Ferrigno. That guy, mm. he he's maintained super size. Yeah, long. no, he he looks he has a he's only, he has a decent physique still. Yes, but it's nowhere near as like his old physique. No, I mean it's oh, like well, sure. no, but I mean this guy's. If it was like Schwarzenegger, like now 
right? He's. Uh, I can find out how old he is. I mean, yeah, he's, def- he's definitely older, but yeah, he doesn't he doesn't maintain like his old physique like at all because it's like yeah. you, you can't do Close it. Close to seventy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's way <laughs> way up there, but he's been he. Well, all I'm trying to say is he looks still very big. Yeah, yeah. For, for someone who's a sen- literal senior citizen who was doing it from the seventies. <laughs> oh shit! No, his, son, kinda... his son's a he's a junior. He's an actor too. I kind of wonder with these bodybuilders, like they taking in all these, like eating all these calories and stuff like that. And once they start working out, like your body, I guess I'm thinking of it from like, you know, conditioning your body, your body is conditioned to eat all these calories. And if you're not working out to burn that calories, like you're going to start racking on the pounds. Well, I, I mean, kind of wonder if that's where, where we see that coming from. Well, it depends because you have to change your diet. I mean, I know this from extremely personal experience because I went from like being in the Marine Corps, of, like working out every basically every day. And uh, having like a certain diet and drinking fucking way too much. And then I got out and I kept drinking and eating. And I went from like 180 to like 250 in like a, a very short period of time. And it was embarrassing. Yeah. I was just like, well, why am I fat? Oh, that's, I, you know, I can't, you know, keep this diet and, and like not work out like I did in the Marine Corps. And um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's a choice. I mean, the, the choice for, for me personally now, like the way I eat, I just only eat like maximum two meals a day and that's it. Like I just lost like 15 pounds in like 27 days. Um, hmm. but yeah, most people don't think about like what they eat and like what, how their, what their fitness goals are. You know, they just kind of eat and work out whenever, but you have to have goals to like meet a certain criteria but it's up to the person so yeah interesting Lou Ferrigno is on a TV show right now uh, a lot of TV shows what? well a current, a current show the show called he's, the, the Hulk <laughs> he is the Hulk but he's on a show called The Offer so are we going to talk about uh, I know we touched on it a little bit but are we going to talk about uh, The Last of Us this last episode yeah, we've yeah, been, ta- we've been we talking yeah, no no we, we touched on it all we, all we said was that, like, uh, yeah, there was a kid that got shot and hiding and this and that, but yeah, I don't know what's going good. on with the show. That's pretty much I don't know. Are you not watching this uh, episode? Are you not watching no, the show? No, I'm watching the episode, but I don't know what's going on. Like, what the hell is the shit growing out of the ground? Like, when I, that fucking ground moved, I was like, uh... Oh, I know, oh, exactly. I know exactly what it is. Fucking... Uh, yeah, you're going to find out in a very, very bad... Literally next week, yeah. this coming Sunday. If you, you play the game, out. we probably you already know, know what it is, and it starts with a B. So, a bitch. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. oh, and they know what it is, which is even worse because they're trying to cover that shit up. Well, it's, it's funny because uh, The Last of Us already got picked up for season two, of and course. like there's a meme that shows like people who haven't played the game, and they're all like, so, like, yay, like this is great, like this is great, but then people who have played the game, but they're like fucking crying and shit. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm assuming well, a lot of shit's gonna go down. Yeah, you, you're gonna have to lock yourself away. I, I, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't you've been able to stay away from some spoilers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm actually, God <laughs> bless you. I wish the best for you. <laughs> The smart move next Vina, year I mean, is for everybody to buy stock in Kleenex when, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> when the season drops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I like being on a podcast, I mean, you guys have talked about the game over the, the span of the podcast, so I have an idea of what's going to happen. But yeah. see it to actually happen live action, it's going to be kind of interesting. It's going to be interesting to see the main story. Well, I don't. I, mainstream opinion on some stuff 
in season two. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be mm-hmm. some some good ass discussion debate stuff because we we obviously yeah. had our debates on the cast about it. So we're about to it's see be a nationwide it. thing. We're about to see Stitch nerd rage next year when season two. Yeah, I'm confident. I'm I'm with the the pulse of the people. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh shit! Oh my god! I will say that I don't. Hashtag Levy. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think I got a feeling just based on the pace of season one, we might see the back half of the first game in season two. I don't know if it's going to be all of season two is a last of the party. You got to stretch it out. There's some catching up to do. Because I think this season only has like maybe 10 episodes. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, nine. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot to like pack in there. (laughs) So. Mm -hmm. And I think even at the if the end of this if the end of the season is the end of like of Last of Us you know part one, I think it's going to divide America like on like how it yeah. ends like did this person do the right thing? And I don't think there's a right answer. Yeah, for and anybody. I, <laughs> and I think there's I think it is intended to be that way. Yep. The way it ends, it will be intended purposely, and with yeah. that. Based on that, knowing that there's a season two, it'll probably jump. It'll probably have really high numbers to see what the fuck happens based off of what the choice was. They they gotta stretch it out though. If I if I was the HBO execs and stuff, like I wouldn't have it match up with the end of season one be the end of game one. Because yeah. that, I mean, you have a gold mine. It's just a, a loose slot machine, just raining money in, in ratings and stuff. So. There's only been two games. There's, to my knowledge, they, 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 there's not a third one on deck. I, I think they're making the third one right now. I think they're developing it. They, yeah, they, they haven't hinted at it. Obviously, they're gonna, they're making the the multiplayer of, of two. But I think ideally, I think to your point, if they stretched it out, which I didn't think about until you brought it up, if they stretched it out into another season for like the the first game, it would give them enough time to make another game. And then, because uh, just look at what happened when they dropped <laughs> this fucking show. The sales of The Last of Us uh, Part 1 jumped like 300%. And people were clowning Naughty Dog for releasing a remaster when they already re-released the game before on, like, the PS4. And, like, mm-hmm. within, like, a, a year or two, they they released the remaster edition again um, with, with changes. But it, they, it's still selling like hotcakes. So, yeah. yeah, I think to your point, if, if they did that again... Um, they could just sell more games. It's, yeah, it's printing money. But we, we've also talked about that. The, one of the great things about uh, Last of Us is that they haven't. They don't rush it. No, because uh, it, it was it was supposed to come out whenever it was, and then they were like, "We we're going to push it back three months or whatever." And we we're all, "Yeah, that's fine, cool." We understand that as gamers, the importance of of making sure you put out a quality product rather than just meeting a deadline. Now. On the other hand, people in the TV world sometimes they don't give a fuck about that or whatever. So I hopefully I get a I bunch hope, of fucking fillers. Yeah, I, I hope that they don't try to interfere with the quality of production of a third one or maybe a fourth one or whatever to try to match up with what they got going in terms of uh, their their money from the show. But I guess we'll just see how it plays out. I I, I mean I, if they. 
if they yeah. kind of did what they what they did with uh Frank and uh okay the other guy the, the Bill, two bears Bill. like Bill Bill yeah if they like build like if they can take a side story and build upon it kind of give you more of a backstory that's cool like they did a pretty good job of explaining that part but if they're taking some shit like like they did with like um oh, what enemy was that with like uh Bleach or like <laughs> yeah Bleach fuck it uh let's stop the action for yeah, a soccer uh, game <laughs> yeah just throwing in some random ass bullshit. Just to fill up time till they like catch up with the video game, like yeah, fuck that, like miss me with that bullshit. Um, but but if, they're taking, if they're taking creative things, I think that's that awesome. There were seven years, 2013, all the way to that's 20. What I was looking up <laughs> part one and part fucking two, and then the other thing I'll say is when they remastered the remastered the remake or whatever uh, this past year. Part of the reason that people were pissed is because it was seventy fucking bucks. Yeah, for something you, we've already played. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I know it's selling well because of, you know because of the HBO series and everything, but that seventy dollar price tag was a, 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 had some sticker shock to it. Yeah, and it I, did. I, but I loved uh... it because I, I was just like, I'm not paying seventy dollars for a game that has less. Than the PS3 and PS4 versions, but I mean, honestly, I think it's like kind of one of those let them eat cake things, because they still sold like 300 percent more. <laughs> they, like they, they knew what oh, they were doing. They were like, "We're gonna drop this shit. People are gonna want to play it on a current gen console, and we're gonna give them this cool content on the TV." So uh, let's see how we do. And obviously, it's paying off right now. They 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 won. <laughs> they won. Yeah. The franchises. Super popular. I'm yeah. all, all, all the way for it. I Shit. just prodigy. I, yeah, I want to. I want to no. actually fucking buy the remastered one for the PS5 now. Because, uh, like, seriously, <laughs> because I'm just like, I was like, I remember I was watching. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Bill was still alive in the game. Like, oh. I, don't, I don't remember Frank very much. And I'm just like, what's sure. going on here? <laughs> so, well, in, I'll, I'll, I can save you a few steps. Instead of buying a seventy dollar physical copy of the game. Uh, there's this website. It's called YouTube. You can go on there and just type in the the cutscenes yeah, in there. Nah, and it'll nah, it'll show you everything you want. It's everything you want to answer your questions will be right there nah, on that. Just, I can put because I like I, the, it's. A, I love the game, and I, yeah, I haven't played it in a long good. time. And honestly, I feel bad. Well, actually, no, I don't feel bad because I fucking bought the game. But y'all know the fiasco that I had when I bought the game originally. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. fucking P, yeah. the PS3 shit. Anyway, um, I don't mind game. like playing the game again and also i never played the dlc so so but i, I guess the seventy dollar one i don't think it has the deal oh it no it does that's it does did it come included or you have to pay for it separately no it should it should be all in there the only thing it's missing and this again i know it's not everybody played yeah. oh no multiplayer okay player was really good on the ps it, was, on it the was good i got i got shot a lot in that game so I can, <laughs> it's not it's not that it is definitely not a um Call of Duty type, definitely like you have to like sneak around like fucking Ghost Recon type shit. So it was fucking wild. Yeah, yeah, that no, was good. It was good, and you know, I I want Naughty Dog to have another like awesome level return to good multiplayer because even Uncharted three and four had excellent multiplayer. You know what I mean? Everybody talks about the campaign, which was great too. But you know, sometimes you want to shoot a shoot, uh, go pew pew with your friends. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see them there soon. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got to get you got to get current on Destiny. You need to buy Lightfall. 
well, you're about to go yeah because i need to play some some fps's because like i well i started playing you know wolfenstein recently with like oh. the uh with the trigger like set to like down all the way and it's it actually okay. makes a fucking pretty big difference that's good on the uh on the dual sense edge controller i'm fucking fancy y'all i'm just saying you, you can adjust like how much pull you have on the trigger and so yeah, like, well, the, the, the trigger on like when it's all the way down is like it's maybe to the bottom it's maybe an inch probably less than that <laughs> yeah and then like compared to like the normal way it's like way if you're watching like the the game my left trigger which is on the right side it's going down all the way but on this side it's just like it's that much that's like so hitting and that's, those of you yeah <laughs> those of you who are listening to us via audio i wish you're what you can watch this on youtube uh in the future or maybe later on it'll probably move to a different platform but Cronus is like caressing his fucking controller. It's fucking nice. As he's, as he's like describing, yeah. he's like looking at it like it's like edible almost. I don't, you know, <laughs> it's so insane because I thought that like the, I really thought that this is like the, this is the shit, like the, the PS5 controller, the, the dual stands. Like, this is it. This is the mm. shit. And then as soon as I put this in my hand, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> like, fuck, they did it again. But, People want to complain about the whole, oh, it's got less battery life. Listen, I don't give a fuck. I grew up in an yeah. age where fucking controllers didn't have batteries. All right? They were yep. all plugged in. And my PS fucking yeah. 5 is right fucking there. And yep. so, like, look. Uh, well, the, you can't see, but, like, the, the fucking cord reaches to me, like, where I'm sitting. So it's yeah, not yeah, a huge yeah. deal. Like, I, I don't really give a fuck. And uh, honestly, five hours of gameplay, for me, at 43 years old, is a pretty fucking long time. <laughs> so... Yeah. And, and I, I have three other, I have two other controllers. If I want to like switch it out, so it's not, a, it's not a big deal for me to like switch out controllers. I remember Stitch made me a fucking believer. He kept saying, "Oh, get those Dual Sense headphones." I was like, "Man, I don't need these headphones. I'll just get some yeah. cheaper." Those <laughs> motherfuckers are life saving, <laughs> especially in any like competitive game or whatever, because you can hear what's to the left of you, what's behind you. I'm a fucking believer. I didn't know what 3D audio was until I put that shit on my head. And, and, you, also, and you also don't piss off your wife that's upstairs maybe when you're playing a game, right? No, he, yeah, he does. I, yeah, he does. Are coming. Like, if you don't shout I mean, out, they'll get blown up. Oh, like, you, you need yeah, a muzzle. Yeah. That's the, you need to get the fucking, yeah. what is that thing? The, the Dyson thing with like the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he... Uh, I think it was him, up, though. Playing with him, he gets all excited, starts yelling. He's like, oh, no, it's a thing. He's over there. He's over there. And all of a sudden, I can hear Mishka in the background. You are too loud. <laughs> <laughs> <I> love that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, man. But yeah. That's good headphones, like, th those make a fucking difference. And um, I'm, I might have to invest in one of those, uh, what's it called? The, the DualSense Edge. Sense 9. The DualSense Edge. I think the only thing that I didn't I didn't really look up is um honestly there's so there's a thing with um pretty much every modern um analog controller, right? And I think I don't know if this one has it or not. Oh, I don't know if I can open it up. I forgot to do this shit and my fingernails are not long, but um with the whole uh, what is that thing called? The the drift issue. The, the, yeah, drifting. Yeah, so I don't know how prevalent oh here we go. I don't know if these have the uh, electromagnetic um, sensors. Yeah, I, I didn't look it up. Maybe I should have. 
But honestly, even if they don't, like it's way easier to change because like, I'm, I'm literally holding the, the thumbstick in my hand right now. Um, it's way easier because you can just swap these out whenever you want. Um, but sure. there's a new uh, style of uh, thumbsticks that are made out of uh, electromagnetic um, sensors now. Because right now, the ones that, that we all have and like the vast majority of the controllers, it's where basically that, that it's happening to where the sensor doesn't know exactly where the center is. And that's where you get the, the stick drift. But the newer ones, which are like crazy cheap, I, I can literally buy ones for um, my, my Steam Deck. You just got to solder them in, but they'll, they'll fit. Um, but for some reason, like the modern controllers don't have them yet. I don't know if the, the, the Edge controller does or not, but they need to switch to that because if you play any modern controller for long enough, you're going to get that, um, mm -hmm. that drift in there. But it was one of the reasons why I have multiple controllers so that's good shit for sure um all right I don't know if you saw the news uh prodigy but uh the, the sun's got durant no fucking oh no way <laughs> mm -hmm. oh shit god damn it i love fucking nba bullshit um, that's gotta be wild uh i was gonna say this i know it, it's been a fucking ridiculously hard week at least for me and i know for some of us uh, why don't we wrap it on up for for tonight? Unless you guys got anything else pressing, because we you know we can go to fucking midnight and forever in a day for real. Yeah. Yeah. A while since we've done that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Stitch, what you got popping this week? God damn it! Uh, been a while. What I got? Oh, uh, kid turns three on next week. God damn, next already? Tuesday. Yeah, flying by or whatever. She's just a talking jumping around machine or whatever so uh we got her enrolled in like a little mini soccer school um i think probably gymnastics soon because she likes walking on on things and hopping and trying to balance and everything so that might be something going on in the future so we're gonna bring in a little jolly roger world that's like this big ass like discovery zone is for still open? Us. the one in union city still open yeah okay yeah i, I normally go on like weekdays because uh that's why it's just empty there and i don't have to worry about her getting lost or whatever i just can mm -hmm. let her run around and act a fool so it's an absolute blast um and then what else i got going on that's the only thing really... a party for her uh we're just gonna have like a little small thing it's uh her birthday falls on like a, a really busy like training week for me so mm -hmm. i have we're, we're gonna do something like two days after valentine's day and then um because I'll be working, so I won't be able to do the whole actual birthday birthday thing or whatever. So we're, we're going to spread it out. At this point, she doesn't really know when her birthday is. So we just make it several events and let her have a, a blast or whatever. So it's all good. That's cool. All good. All right. Uh, Blue, what you got? Oh, man. Last weekend, uh, we uh, the sweetness, the sweetness, and uh, Sebi and I, we went to LA for a uh, family member's birthday, and uh, it was a good trip. It had a lot of fun. Uh, on, things were really well. Um, First of all, how did you make it in a Tesla in less than a week? I was told <laughs> yeah, right. that every time you stop, it takes three fucking hours to recharge your car. Yeah, that, that's that's all bullshit. There's basically, <laughs> at least in California, there's there's fucking superchargers everywhere, and like, I would say the longest we spent at a supercharger was like twenty minutes. But that was just out of preference, just because, you know, I had to go to the bathroom, I had to change the kid's diaper, he wanted to, I let him run around a little bit, so, like, you know, it's it's kind of a cool, so it's it's kind of cool having a Tesla, because in a gas-powered car, like, you get, like, a further range, 
but you're just driving straight down there. You're not really exploring things. And actually, like with the Tesla, you have to stop to charge. But I found there. So there's this there's this hotel. It's called Hotel Mission de Oro or Oro Oro Mission of Gold. And it's yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> this place was fucking cool as hell. Like there, they have a, a bunch of new superchargers. I think they had like about I want to say like forty two superchargers there that they just opened up. But like uh, we we got there and like I was like I gotta go to the bathroom I gotta go to the bathroom so I like run inside and as I'm running to like find the bathroom I'm like whoa this place is fucking cool it, it looks like an old school like it looks like a church like a, a like old school Mexican church and there's like they have like wine tasting there there's a restaurant there's a bar uh a little set he he was loving all the water fountains like there was hell of water fountains he just wanted to run and play in all of them but like uh. It was it was super cool. It was like late at night, so like the moon was just setting right. And I was trying to get the Swedish and her sister to come out. Like, come check this out. But they were like, Oh, I'm just staying in the car. I'm like, come out, just come look, please. Like this shit fucking epic. Like, come check this out. But uh yeah, we, we saw some cool some cool things on the way down there. Uh one of the things I wanted to see was the, the Tesla lounge that's down in Kettleman City. Oh, okay. I was kind of underwhelmed with it. Like I thought it was gonna be like some cool little hipster like like oh only the only the finest of the well, finest can sir, come here. Sir, that's an oxymoron. You can't be a cool hipster. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was expecting like a cool like lounge. Like I've seen Starbucks that were kind of cooler than this lounge. Like even like the bathrooms weren't that great. Like the toilets kind of like the caulking around the toilets were kind of fucking coming off and like some of the seats were worn out. I'm like, how old is this location? Like <laughs> that shit was like worn down. I thought it was going to be something new. Like yeah, you have to have like a code to get in, so it's very limited to who can be in there. Oh, but yeah, only thing that was yeah. kind of cool was they had a, they had their own little barista there. Like you could order coffee and like they had vending machines where you get stacked. Uh, but that was about it for the Tesla trip. But it was it was cool. Like it, I we stopped three times to charge the car, but a lot of the time, like we could have made it on two stops, but I made it. I did three just because I wanted to uh, give a uh, little Sebby a break from being in a car seat for too long. But like the hotel we stayed at had charging stations there too, so I could charge my car for free. So I'd have to pay, like the whole trip down there and back probably cost you about like I don't know like sixty dollars <laughs> in like recharging fees. But then like the hotel, I could charge there, so I didn't have to worry about that. So yeah, it kind of it kind of all worked out. Right, but so uh, one little it. quick go ahead, go ahead. One little quick story is that uh, when we got to the birthday party, it was at a park, and little Sebi, he like the, the the playground they had was for like older kids, but he didn't give a damn. This kid was like, I'm I'm walking up the stairs. I'm going on the slide. I don't care how fucking steep this slide is. Like, I took a picture of him, like, going down the slide for the first time, and he, it looked, you can tell he was like, oh, shit, I fucked up. But then, like, he learned from it. But uh, one funny story is uh, he he was up on the playground with the sweetness, and there was this little girl that showed up, this little Asian girl, and Sebi was like, bye, mom, I found my true love. Like, his little, <laughs> he, like, grabbed her hand, and like they started like running around the playground together, and it, it even came to the point he like she ran off to another playground, and he ran after her. I was like, "Oh man, this is that's my boy." <laughs> like it was, it was real funny. It was super cute. Did you tell him? But, uh, overall, kid, you're never gonna see her again. <laughs> one of the fun, funny stories is she was there for the birthday party, but like oh, shit, the right. little boy who birthday he, we were celebrating. Apparently, she held held his hand too. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, it wasn't all that special anymore. I was like, oh, it's okay, kid. Like, I gave him a hug. Your mom's still here for you. You're you're good to go. Like, yeah, I remember that Family Guy episode where like that there was like a girl that was um, 
in the stew because he oh, gave her cookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was basically like that. <laughs> but overall, it was a good trip. Uh, but this weekend, another friend's uh, kid's having a birthday, so we're going up to I think they're in Vallejo to go to that birthday party. So that's about it for me. Good shit. Uh, old Ninja, what you got? Um, For me, I'm going to try out this uh, Hogwarts Legacy game. It actually... So I know a lot of people were playing it because I guess if you pre-order, you get it three three days early. So the official drop date is Friday. So I'm probably I'm gonna pick it up on Friday. Well, the the official drop date for anything but a PS5 is on when? When? <laughs> is that what you meant to say? No, I said for those who pre-ordered because it's it's regardless of what system you have. Anyway. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's not accurate, but all right. Uh, <laughs> so uh there's that uh i'm still i'm gonna try to do hi-fi rush this week so i'm gonna try to switch that out um so i can see everyone can see what it's about maybe give uh hopefully give a review next week um if stitch is back next week we'll probably do like a joint hogwarts review or if the three of us get down i don't know if all three of us are gonna get it if you're still on the fence there kind of about the game um i know uh, Prodigy wants to do more raid stuff for Modern Warfare, so uh, we might get that on Twitch as well. Uh, just stay tuned. We'll let everyone know when it's about to go live. Um, yeah, it's kind of it for me. Okay. Yeah, nothing too major this week. Yeah. My life continues to be pretty shitty. I'm going to leave it at that. Damn. Understood. Okay. I will say this: uh, some uh, some beers are in our future in a couple yeah, days. We're gonna hang out, or- and I'm gonna get to hang out with you and my brother, even though we kind of had a falling out a little while ago. But we're all gonna hang out um, on Friday. I actually am looking forward to that. Get some beers. Yeah. Beer, beers will not solve everything, but we will. Uh, they'll make us Dude, happier. Bro, what are you talking about? Alcohol is the cause of and solution to all life's problems. There you go. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm I'm looking forward to that on Friday. Uh, I may pick up Dead Space in between all my modern warfaring. That looks you fucking know? good, honestly. Look it's good. I, like, fuck. I like all old school Dead Space. You know what I mean? And and that's another potential uh, nominee for Game of the Year. And the reviews are fucking solid. So uh, and someone may twist my arm, and I may may fucking get that for myself. And it's supposed to be pretty short. So. Uh, that might hold me off in horror uh, games until Resident Evil 4 remake. So I heard it was short like the dicks in uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Damn. God damn. <laughs> I just want to be, ta- be able to take some of those uh, aliens on that spaceship and make sure that the gaping all the way past the shoulder blade happens with my gun. Yeah. You know what? All the way through. All deep inside. You got to make it go through to... The throat region. Yes. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, real, real quick shout out. I know we didn't talk about much on anime, but I think very, very soon, maybe even next month. So get fucking ready. Attack on Titan final, 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 final is about to oh, drop. Also, Attack on part, part, part three of four or some shit like that. But it's the final, final part final, three final, of four. Final. Sure. It's like Final <laughs> Fantasy at this point. Also, Vinland Saga came back. Oh, yeah, if yeah. If you watch anime, it's on, it's on uh, Amazon. I think it's on... Uh, Crunchyroll now too, but I watch it on Amazon. But all right, all right. Interspecies reviewers, go ahead. The or old ninja. Somebody. 
All right, so you have now witnessed uh, us at our full power, full strength, black mm. on black, times infinity, all, infinity. In your, uh, all to your, all up in your butthole to the shoulder. The fuck? Uh, <laughs> check us out anywhere and everywhere with black and black times infinity. Uh, B then BTI, B T H A N B T I. Anywhere and everywhere you listen to your podcast. Every Wednesday, eight thirty Pacific time ish. We go live on YouTube. You can uh, watch us, jump in the chat, and uh, be a part of this the discussion. Uh, you can check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash B then BTI uh, on Amazon. We have an app to let you know we go live. And then we have a Discord to keep the dankness going all day, every day. Uh, you can email us at bthenbti at gmail.com. Let us know you want to join. And yeah. Violent consensual fisting. Let's go. <laughs> that's uh, that sounds like an anime. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, a hentai. You've been watching. I'd watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe on a Tuesday.